That could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. You got the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited to feel these nipples. That boy is good. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motor hips, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right. All right. All right. All right. Welcome back in, everybody. It is Wednesday, November 8th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you from the world-famous University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in the heart of sunny Louisville, Kentucky. Cars fans, are you looking for a competitive advantage in today's data-driven world? Of course you are. Look no further than earning your master's in business analytics from UofL in just 12 months. No previous coding experience is required. Now available both online and in person to get started or learn more, visit business.louisville.edu today. We're on the air today from 3.05 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the planet Earth. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey in the saddle today as we get one step closer, one sleep away, as the kids say these days, from Louisville football taking the field again for a, they're all big games now. Big Thursday night tilt against Virginia at LNN Stadium. Glow game gear is everywhere. Glow game hysteria has taken the city over. Trevor Kelsey, I know you had a little bit of a rough Tuesday, it sounded like. How are you holding up? How are you right now? I'm back in the saddle again. He's back in the saddle again. Now, let me ask you the I'm question. I'm back! Let me ask you this. So You may ask me anything, Mike. I encourage it. It was election day yesterday. It I, Yes, it was. Yes, because you, I, we, we discussed you not voting, but you voted, but didn't, you know, rub it in our face. I got the bracelet, but I forgot to bring it in yeah, and shove it in your yeah, face. Yeah, you did. Which I saw it still on the counter when I got home today. I was like, oh, I want to <laughs> wear it today, maybe. I forgot again. <laughs> do you know who won the governor's race? Uh, yes, I do know that. That's easy because when I went on Facebook, it was easy to find out who won because it was like, okay, which one of my uh, fans, uh, which are Republicans or Democrats, which ones are, are mad, and the Republican ones were. I'm moving from this state. Oh, there it is. I was like, ah, Brashear won. It's like, well, you won everything else besides that. So <laughs> I love it. That's all I had to do because I know what my friends like their allegiances lie, and like, like all I got to do is go on like on not even on Twitter, but on Facebook. Twitter I could too, but on Facebook is my favorite because I get to see like the more personal reactions. Bashir did win. You know, I, I figured you did know, but sometimes I'm never sure. Like the day the queen died, you not knowing 24 hours after everybody else was. Wait a minute, what? When, when, when the oh, queen yeah, died. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was right. a good one. Now, the question is asked me who won the other other races is the is the intriguing one. Well, I mean, a Republican won every single other race. Okay. I'm going to, at least I could guess that because yeah. I couldn't tell you their names. <laughs> but Bashir did win, and it was, I mean, relatively, it was a very, very quick call. Um, you know, it was a. I said, I think on the day that they that we found out Cameron was going to get the nomination, I was like, I think he'll win by five to eight points. I think he won by six. 
And but it was like you know the early returns come in, and there's still, there's a little bit of you know these are all the early votes. Early votes lean heavily towards the left. Bashir's up, but he's not up by enough. Like it, you know, it's a little bit nerve wracking. And then you started to see some of the rural counties, their votes come in, and Bashir was actually outperforming what he did in 2019 against Bevin. And that's when you're like, okay, like this is this is looking pretty good for Andy Bashir. And then it just it, the onslaught continued, and the race got called. Dave Washerman, who always he does the whole I've seen enough thing on Twitter, and I don't think he's ever gotten one wrong. Uh, he called it like 7:30, so it was very very quick. Wow. And then. Some of the other, uh, the, the online outlets started calling it. Then the, the national news organization started calling it. So, you know, it was a good night for Andy Bashir. Probably, I saw somebody saying this last night. I mean, you know, whenever he chooses to step away, and I do think that he will have a, like, there will be people in the Democratic Party that will try to tout him to run for president in 2028 because, I mean, Kentucky is, has never been more of a red state and it's elected a, a Democratic governor in back to back years. Like, I think that he, um, Gretchen Whitmer, uh, Gavin Newsom will, will, will certainly get some love, but whenever he chooses to leave or whenever the, he, he's done being governor, he's probably going to be the last Democratic governor we have for you know a, a long, long, long time. Um, you know, it's, it's 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 sort of a we're, we're a bizarre political state right now. Everybody else is Republican. Republicans are dominating. Trump's never been more popular. Biden's never been less popular, and yet we reelected a, a Democratic governor, which goes to show you know you, you can appeal to both parties if you just have the the, the right candidate and the guy that you're running against is. Maybe not the best candidate. That's- <laughs> I, I know. I know. We claim a, a quarter of Abraham Lincoln, and I know Secretary Taylor's buried here. I know Henry Clay tried to run twice and failed. That's, that's accurate. What uh, have we? Has, has Kentucky had a president? I mean, besides Zachary Taylor, was Zachary Taylor? I, don't, I wasn't sure. I know he's buried here, but was he from here? I wasn't sure. I mean, Lincoln was. I know we claim a, was born we, in Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, we we get like a quarter of Lincoln. I know that. I mean, also, you know, <laughs> if you're new, how value you claim everybody Lincoln. claims Lincoln. I've been yeah. saying this for a long time. I, was I, like, I, I took in a Kentucky draft. I took Lincoln. I'm like, he's ours. He, he's ours. Uh, I mean, Jefferson Davis was president of the Confederates state of America when it existed. He from, was born in Kentucky. Yeah, I knew, I Not sure okay. we want to claim that, but well, he uh, was <laughs> I didn't say of the United States, I guess. Technically you are answering my he was, question. He was technically a president. <laughs> I did say president. I did. You're right. I in America. You could you could have gone with even like the water buffalo if you wanted to, but yeah. Okay. Not quite as publicized by the state as Lincoln being born here is, but he was t- he was born in Kentucky. Zachary Taylor was actually born in Virginia. So. But he's he's buried here. So yeah. he, he, he kind of guess. But I don't I don't think that besides that we've had like a I don't even know if it's True Kentuckian. Uh, I just know he ran twice. Right. I don't think we've had a true Kentuckian. Okay. Like so. beat president. Or so sure could be the first. Yeah, could be. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's Does still a long way away, but he's uh, he's he's look, he's Democrats are, are certainly touting this victory, and he's uh, he's kind of their their poster child for. Oh, Andy I know they're touting. I saw that on I saw that part on Twitter. It was a good day for Democrats yeah. yesterday. You know, you had the the Ohio abortion. Another state chooses to expand or you know, I guess not retract abortion rights. You had the uh, the other governor's race seem to go the Democrats' way. Abortion, abortion. Ohio passed legal weed. That's Ohio all that did pass legal weed, which is also. I mean, Josh Gordon resigned with the Browns. I mean, legal weed <laughs> is not like a. I feel like it's not. I guess it's more of a left leaning deal, but it's becoming a, a situation where I think it's it's a bipartisan issue. America is for legal weed, and states that are holding back. It's just, saying it for years, people. If there's anything that can bring the blue and red together, it's the green. You're not wrong. You're, you're well, not wrong. Just, These votes seem to be. 
indicative of that. I mean, that's clearly all the blue and red have ever cared about is green anyway. But so it was a it was a good election day if you're a left leaning person. It was not a good election day if you're Trevor Kelsey. It sounds like you you had a, uh, you had a, a little bit of a rough go of it yesterday. Man, it was just not yeah. Like once the day ended here, it was just like just everything going downhill from like the moment the show ended. Uh, so. I, of course, I didn't find out till later on. I loaded the show onto the KRC podcast page instead of our own. You didn't find out till later. I found out very quickly when I, I flooded with people. And again, I cannot do anything with the podcast. But everybody's like, "Where's the show? Where's the show? Where's the and show?" And it was up. It was just unfortunately on the wrong platform. I loaded it to KRC. Yeah. So, so what happened? So, was we were ending the show yesterday. I like to get it loaded right away. And we went right into an IU broadcast. And I was trying to like loose tie up some loose ends with the IU broadcast and the breaks. And then I had to, I had a like a Kind of, it would, you know, on a Tuesday, I had like a post-show Rutherford thing going on. I, I was like trying to get to, uh, didn't have much time to hold off on that. So, you know, I was, I, I went and I was like, oh, I just want to get loaded. And I load, I started loading and I hit save on it. And I, you know, went and did that and did, finished IU stuff and just kind of went about, didn't even think two things about that and finished here about seven o'clock and went and over to Arby's and grabbed myself a Mel Yellow and a, and a French dip. I didn't eat it in the parking lot. Probably should have in hindsight. I'll tell you why in a second. Uh, this is I'm on my way home on Westport Road. Oh, and, and typically, I just want to say real quickly. Yeah. Typically, when when the podcast gets screws up, gets screwed up, people are like, they're they're sort of nice it's about usually it. Usually not uploaded, and usually, but this time right. it was like, just on the wrong. Yeah, they'll be like, "Where's the pod?" Or like, you know, ah, like you know, missing my pod. Like, you know, need my fix and all this stuff. This was the day after the UMBC basketball game. So pe- <laughs> people were legit pissed that they couldn't get the podcast. Like, they, like how hard did they rant? Like, how mean were they? Or were they celebrating? Like, what was going on? Like, you had people that were like, you idiots can't get the show up. Like, I'm di- I was like, well, at least at least I know, at least we know that you care. And right? I, well, I guess so, yeah. That's a good point. Because I was, I, and as a, you know, before my, my next disaster occurred uh, on the way home, I, I, I get the alert on my phone saying, you know, podcast. So I saw it come up. I just didn't, again, notice that I'd put it under the wrong you know, platform. I just saw it on my phone, a little update saying, this is, a, you know, Mike Rutherford show, 11, 7. I was like, oh, okay, cool. What's up now? You know, I'll tweet it out later. And had I done it right then, I would have realized it. But uh, unfortunately, and I, and I don't have access to switch it until I got back here. But it looked like I, and I was going to upload it before the show under the original prod, podcast uh but it looks like Scoots did it for me this morning, so thank you, Scoots. But so yeah, just, he, he does so much around. I know he does. He does. You know, Scoots, when you were gone last week, Scoots was like taking out the trash and stuff. Wow, like, changing really? the trash in here. He's like, he's like, he's like, in my, he's like, I had a bunch of time to kill between shows, so I just vacuumed the whole place. He's got to be like the cleanly one in the house, in between him and Gil, right? Scoots is the most eligible bachelor in in, in the Southern Indiana area. KRC's teased him before about like, why don't you and Trevor? Like, he's like, I, he's too much of a slob, like, and I am. Like, he would probably, I would probably drive him nuts. I think he's like, somebody needs to scoop Scoots up. Like, he's just he's doing it all. <laughs> he does it all around here. Well, I I got to, I bring things to the table too. You still there? Hello. You may continue your story. <laughs> Go ahead. The mic die. <laughs> I was hoping you would fill in that blank and not me, but okay. Um, You're entertaining. <laughs> Can't put a price on that. Well, that's a spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> so I leave here about 7 o'clock last night. A little later than normal because I had some other stuff to get done. But we got Bellarmine coming up this week, the women's games. And uh, so I, I get out here about 7. I'm going to get my, my French dip, get my Mel Yellow. Uh, getting, getting home on Westport road and just long story short, brain fart and actually rear in somebody. <laughs> oh no. 
And not at a fast speed because they were actually stopped and I was slowing down. I just didn't stop soon enough. And, you know, I'm like, oh, crap, you know, I got to deal with this this bleep. So I'm like, oh, hopefully everybody's okay. So I'm fine. A little, little sore. I think I jammed my thumb, which has hurt me a little bit. But other than that, I'm good. And it's my left hand, so no, no, no disaster there. So I get out of the car. I'm like, hey, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like looking at the car. Like my car, like the, because the RAV4, like my front of my bumpers are just plastic. So like the front of my bumper, you've seen the back of my car. I had somebody, like, cause I have. somebody here rear-ended, rear-ended me one time. And I was like, whatever, that's fine. No damage. I'm good. But so the front of my car kind of looks like the back of my car now. But his car has like zero. I mean, I don't even think there's a paint scratch on it. I'm amazed, but of all my luck, it's like a 2022 BMW. Uh, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Like, I can't hit a Pinto. So, it's like, so he's just, I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't look like he's like, he's like, well, we need to call police. I'm like, oh, fine, okay, let's, you know, I'm in no room to negotiate here, really. Uh, so I'm like, well, let's just at least get off the street. So we get, we're going off the streets, and his car like starts stalling. He's like, no, my car's not running. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like. You're not blaming that one on me, buddy. This ain't, this ain't a, a, a bug. The, the engine's in the front, not the back. And it starts back up. We get there. We have to go through all the, you know, wait for the cops to get there and go through everything and do the police reports. And, you know, of course, like I said, he's got like one little paint scratch on the back of his bumper, which will probably cost me three grand. And That's brutal. Yeah. So I got to fill all this stuff out. And then I'm sitting there and I'm smoking a cigarette. I looked at my phone and like, I used to hide after. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I told you not to bet that. I know. Although I did give you UCR. And it's a, yeah, don't, yeah that, that, that disaster's coming up. Don't worry. So I'm sitting there. We get fin- we finally get finished everything. By the way, my French dip, when this happened, flew in the front seat, exploded everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> did I mention that part? <laughs> no. Couldn't <laughs> great delivery there. It was it was in the front seat next to me when I hit him. Nothing really got damaged except for that. I guess it flew forward, hit my dashboard, and just the uh, the container had the Aju sauce just exploded oh. everywhere. So now I'm into my car smells like Aju, which is probably an improvement. So I get home and I'm like, okay, this is just like you know my, my hands starting to hurt a little bit, my back hurts, but that's just not because of wreck. It's just because I'm you know out of shape. And like I'm looking, I use I get home turn TV, I use up like. Five points with 30 seconds left. I'm like, oh, well, this this is done. I'm screwed here. You know, at least I got UC Irvine later. We'll get to that. And so I'm I'm sitting there. Mom's like, hey, I made uh, made Hamburg Helper. I'm like, hey, good thing. Something good happened tonight. So I'll get myself a nice big plate of Hamburg Helper. Go balance myself in the recliner. And uh, turn TV on. You know, I'm putting through channels. Just kind of comfort myself a little bit. Boom. I fall right back in the chair. Lose balance. <laughs> This time, though, is a reaction. I don't know why. <laughs> I tried to grab the TV table to help myself. Oh, no. I can't think of anything dumber that I could have done. <laughs> like, the only thing dumber I could have done would have been, like, just punch myself in the groin as I was falling backwards. So I tried to grab his TV table. And to no shock, and to anybody who maybe probably got, like, a you know 13 on their ACTs would have known it, and then you know, higher on their ACTs would have known this. 14. This wouldn't have. Uh, this isn't going to hold a four hundred pound man going backwards. Mm. This slight uh, TV table, but the only thing holding it down is what was once my hamburger helper dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I speak it in past tense because it was. <laughs> it was at that point. The dogs then enjoyed hamburger helper <laughs> off the floor in my face and the couch. <laughs> and once I gathered up the 
full ashtray, God love me for having it at the time on the table as well. Pick up all the cigarette butts that I could have just dumped into a trash can if I had 30 seconds earlier. Yell for mom to come get me, which <laughs> is something a second time in my life I was hoping not to do in my entire life, rest of, and yet let alone a week. Uh, get up, you know, <laughs> redo the chair a little bit so I don't have this doesn't happen again. I've had to lower it some now. So I don't, when I do at least fall back, I don't fall back as far. Just try to fix the chair yourself. <laughs> I don't know how. And and Bob, the my, my my maintenance hippie guy, won't be around till the weekend. Oh God! So because he lives like in E Town, so that that happens. So then I'm like, okay, that, we're really we're, this this can't really get much worse, right? So I'm like, I'm gonna play some Madden. Well, my, can't really do that because my left thumb is in pain. <laughs> I can't. So literally, I can't move my player around. So I'm like, oh, well, this is just no fun. So I just turn the game off, turn the TV on, flip it around. I was like, well, hey, I got one more bet going, right? If anything, this night will be saved by the the, the intelligence of Mike Rutherford's gambling. No, I turned it on. You and see everybody's getting beat. I was thinking, I, was, I said Baylor money line. Uh, did you really? I did. I bet it. Uh, well, I'm, we both said Baylor money line. We picked it at the end of the show. Oh, do we? Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I forgot about that. I did. I took Baylor and then I bet you see Irvine and then I parlayed it. So I, I lost money overall, but it was not. The disaster that yours was. I did. I did watch some of that game, and then I, um, then I got tapped off with uh, everything going bad. You say everyone loses. Yeah, they were never even competitive. It's like midnight. It's like what? What's you know? I don't know what's good. Then the one positive the entire night. It sounds like a terrible day. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, the entire positive was I. I did like I did come across a show, a new show I hadn't seen. Okay. And I started watching it, and I ended up watching like five episodes of the first season. It's actually pretty good. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Upload. Upload. What's it about? Uh, it's it's from the guy who does, did The Office and Parks and Rec. Okay. And Greg Daniels is his name. Already like it. Uh, and it's set in like 2035, where we have now established that right before if you die, you can actually be uploaded into this like virtual world that you can live forever. So like transferred consciousness. Basically, yes. Which is kind of cool when they do There's it. There's a Black Mirror episode like that. Was there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is more kind of a, a comedy drama a little bit. And it's what it is. The, the plot is it's a young guy and he's he gets in this wreck and he's kind of indecision on whether he goes to the surgery and attempt to be saved or because once you die, you can't be uploaded. Gotcha. You have to make that decision, you know, before, right sure. before. And so he's setting his, and he's him, and it's him and his girlfriend. His girlfriend's like, upload, upload, upload. And he's finally, he does upload and. Gets there to find out she has control of everything while he's there, and mm. and it's uh, he has to kind of adjust to you know the, the life of it. It's it's actually very it's pretty good. It's they've done actually just the third season just came out last just a few weeks ago, October twenty second. So when I saw I had three seasons out, I was like, this is my alley. I can binge it. Nice, good. So uh, that was the most positive. It's so far it's been a pretty decent show through five episodes. Don't recommend it just yet because how's your thumb today? Let me get to oh it's still sore as bleep. Sorry. Um, like I, I feel like I'm like I'm a Simpson on my right hand, on my left hand. Like I have four <laughs> fingers. Like I can move my thumb, and it doesn't look like if you look at my hand, you're like, okay, nothing's wrong with it. But I can tell because when I was driving, I drive with my left a lot, and my thumb usually on the wheel. And when I hit him, I probably just went forward, and I, I just guarantee I jammed the bleep out of it. That sucks. And that's yeah, it's I've, I've been trying to put some ice on it, and I thought it'd be better by today, but. Hopefully, hopefully by tomorrow. I haven't even looked at the call the insurance company yet to see what they're gonna bend me over backwards for. But 
Hang in there, buddy. I, and I hate dealing with insurance companies. Last time I had to deal with this was when my grandmother drove into the house, and that was an ordeal and a half. It's going to be okay. <laughs> so. It's going to be okay. But on to me. I, my, that, no way your second night is, uh, is Michael Keaton, Mr. Mom over there. Could have been any as worse bad as my night. It wasn't good, but it certainly wasn't that bad. <laughs> you, didn't fall, you didn't get in a wreck and fall in a chair? No. I mean, it, send, send hamburger helper and, and, and Ajou everywhere all over your car and home? The night was fun. By the way, TJ and I, like we, I told you he left like the note, like congrats on the UMBC win. Yeah. I left him a note yesterday. Um, we have oddly similar handwriting. Like It's so bad. I've never seen like we have, we could be like handwriting twins. It's so <laughs> terrible. Uh, his uh, so I posted the, the the message that he sent on Instagram yesterday on my story and tagged the Kentucky roll call account. And his wife she like responded. She's like she's like I'm so sorry. You have to look at that terrible handwriting. I'm like this is the biggest insult I can give someone's handwriting, but it looks just like mine. But he left me another note today. I'm not saying anything. Cause mine's probably worse mine's than so, both of yours. It's so, mine's it's so bad. But it, I, I do feel like I'm back in like junior high when you found out that one of your friends sat in, that's in a different class, like sits in the same seat, and you just like leave little like, <laughs> like notes, you just like building each other's notes. I got I got I went on a date with a girl because of that. You and Scoots could, could start doing this. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's great. Uh, but no, last night it was, like, the, the the most of the night was fine. Like dinner, baths, like playtime, like all, all that was good. The problem is John has just decided he doesn't sleep anymore. Like, like when, when he takes a nap, he stays up until like 1030. And Virginia, she's definitely dealing with like a little bit of a bug. And she was real lethargic. She was asking her to sleep at like 7. I was like, well, we can't do this. Uh, so like we, because I've got nobody, like John can't be out there by himself. He's two. So and, and ideally, like I would let Virginia watch a show and then put John down and then go put Virginia down. But now they've done this role reversal where she's ready to go to sleep like two hours earlier before he is. So we all get in bed, which is just a disaster. We all get in her bed. I'm picturing the Uncle Buck scene. I've got, pic- all sending you- I've got pictures where it's like John like on top of me, Virginia crying because she wants him out of the bed. Like She's like, I don't want John in here. I'm like, well, you know, we don't have a choice here. Sweetheart. I don't want either of you, sweetheart. Like, I'm reading the Grinch. I'm like trying to give him like a like a, like a, like a, a bottle of water to like just like get him to shut up and, like, and just like, just calm down because I know she'll fall asleep very quickly. Starting to consider maybe some my advices. Some yeah, maybe, yeah, kind of. Like, well, you did come from did come from a single parent home there, Trevor. Maybe that's where you got it from. So like we read we read how the Grinch stole Christmas. She falls asleep pretty quickly. I'm like I'm like victory. We've done this. Like I, I know John's like running around. He's like, I'm like, are you ready to go night night? He's like shaking his head and like doing somersaults and like just jumping off of things. Like, it, like it's already like, it, like I'm like, I'm so hungry. I need to eat. I know that I can't eat until I get him down. So I finally try at like 9:30. We go back there, which is way too late for a two year old. But I hear Virginia coughing so loud. I'm like, she's gonna wake herself up. Like she's gonna wake herself up. And so she comes in. And she's like, she's all upset because I'm not in the room again. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm getting John down. Like, I'll just go back and lie down. Like, I'll be fine. And finally, she comes in like twice. And I have to like reassure her, which just keeps waking John up, keeps delaying the pro- the, the the whole process. And then finally, she's like crying. And she's like, I just really want to sleep with you. I really want you. And so like, I bring, I bring John in his sleep sack wide awake back into her bed again. I'm like trying to like get her to go. Like, I'm like stroking her hair. And then John like wants to do whatever I'm doing, so he's like smacking her hair and like keeping her awake. I'm like, this is just. A d-. I'm like, all I want to do is eat and watch like one hour of Welcome to Wrexham. It's all I want in this entire world. And finally, like she goes down, I end up getting him down. The whole process quite literally takes two hours and forty five minutes to get my kids to sleep. What time was this at this point now? He went down at ten forty five. Ten forty five. She went down at eight, but she was getting up, and then he was getting up. So like. Of course, this morning he's like so pissed that I have to get him up at seven forty-five to get ready for school and stuff. And I'm like, this is this is your fault. Like, <laughs> lessons learned as a two-year-old. 
Grow up. It's time. I'm 43 and I haven't learned that lesson yet. But of course, she went down early, so she woke me up at like 7, which is like raring to go. But she was in a good mood. She still has a little, a little bit of a cough. I'm kind of worried about her. But she's been, I mean, she's happy. Like I've bribed her with gifts all week. She got a new little Cindy Lou Who doll, so that's <laughs> that's fine. And thankfully, John's at the age where he doesn't care. Like, like I, I got him like one Matchbox car and he could have cared less. The weird thing about Mary being gone is, you know, John is, I know I've talked about this before, like John's like obsessed. With with mommy, like, yeah, he's mom. He's a mommy's boy, hundred percent. Like it's yeah. mommy, mommy, mommy. Like if you talk about like daddy, like he's like, no, no, no. I, I I want mommy. He has not even mentioned Mary once since she left. Like like no, like I thought. Didn't he? Didn't he lose a little bit when she first left though? At least, or is that just the initial like seeing her walk away? Well, no, she did. They didn't see her. We went to school, and then Mary's flight left like okay. while like while they were at school. So like when we left, maybe I'm just door, thinking of one of the school drop offs. Well, if, if she ever leaves and like he doesn't get to go with her, like he flips out. Oh, okay, but he has like not he he has not cared at all. But Virginia, I think just because she's old enough, like she I came home yesterday and she was with the babysitter and she was. She was crying a little bit because she missed mommy and all this stuff. But she's been, she's been good. She's been a big helper. She's she's definitely growing up. But John like could not care. And also like I'm realizing how much hell he just puts Mary through for no reason. He has eczema, which is like those little like he's like kind of like little spots on his arms, which we have to treat with with hydrocortisone and, and Vaseline and stuff. And when Mary puts the cream on him every night after bath, he like flips out. I mean, he acts like this is acid. He 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 acts like he is being put through like dumped in a vat of acid. And he's like screaming, crying, like, oh my God, it hurts, it hurts, like just going nuts. I've put the cream on him every day, every morning, every night, all this week. Has not made one peep. Like, couldn't, has not said anything when I've done it. Like, he just loves giving Mary bleep. Like, he just loves putting her through hell. It's classic boy, just doing what he can. Like, this is, this is not how you get girls to like you, John. I know we all go through that phase, but. Uh, it's been, uh-huh. we're, we're doing, yeah, we're, we're doing okay. We're, we're hanging in there. What was that advice for me I know, uh, I for today? I don't know. Mary's parents are, are, are over there today, so it, it's, it's it's all good. We're hanging in there. We're, it's not, still not, yeah, I thought I was like too tired and, and sleepy and it was annoying last night. Did not have nearly as bad of a night as you did. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. <laughs> I got to eat a full meal. It was, it was fine. Did not fly anywhere. Did not have two meals fly and explode in, in the course of six hours. I mean, I eat a, I still got a little bit of eating before it happened. And then, then I end up just uh, end up seeing some Lunchables out of the refrigerator. I had Thai food. It was delicious. I had three. I think we did. Sometimes you haven't ordered it every day of the week with Mary Loading Brown. up on Asian with Mary I know. <laughs> Does she not like Chinese food? She doesn't. Oh, okay. So she just doesn't even like it. That's, that sucks. So I know how much you do love it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. So I mean, whenever she's gone, I'm like, all right. At least the one positive is if this you want to get time. Chinese, like you can just be like, well, if you don't want any, I'll just get some. Like you don't have to worry about her like taking it though or eating off of it. She well, she's not eat off your, your plate type person though, is she? No, that's not really a concern. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we're adults here. We've grown up. We don't do that sort of thing. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> I want to hear from you today on the Thornton text line. Hit us up at five zero two four one four fourteen fifty, as many of you already have. Reminder: Thorntons. Best deals for you all football season long. If you want to take advantage, become a Refreshing Rewards program member today. Download the Refreshing Rewards app. Save yourself some money at the pump. Save yourself some money inside anytime you stop into one of this area's 45,678 Thornton's locations. There's that many of them for a reason. Do that and then text us at 502-414-1450. Speaking of chains and having however many spots they have, buildings they have in, in a certain area, I saw that the first Publix is finally coming to Kentucky, and they set a date, January tenth of twenty twenty four. Are you a Publix guy? Uh, no, I think we. T- no, actually, I was gone when you had this discussion, but I remember taking a talk about it a little bit. I've never been to Publix. Um, never I've never been to Publix. I never even heard of it, um, which is weird because I think it's based like in like in Tampa, and I. Yeah, I, it's all south. 
Yeah, and I've spent, you know, I'd spent a few summers down there in Tampa. My aunt and uncle would take me down there to Clearwater a lot. Uh, we're not clear up, yeah, uh, in Tampa area. But I'd never, I, if I did go to, I don't remember ever going to one as, as a youth. But I, yeah, I, I'd, I'd never heard of it. I don't, I don't, I don't get the, it's, it's a, it's a grocery store, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with this Bucky's thing. Like, I don't, it's, it's a convenience store. Like, I don't, I just don't get the, I, I can, I got a Walgreens two blocks from my house. I don't, I don't get the appeal. The, the, people love the pub subs. They, they do have like, like it's, it, it's pretty good. I mean, unless it offers like some kind of like the um, uh, Casey's offers the good pizza or something inside of it. I just, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. The subs are the big draw from people. They, is they is love that them. Bucky's or is that Publix? Publix, the pub subs. Okay, is this so? It's just like a sub sandwich place. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, that's that's they have a lot of different things, but that's the pubs. Are the, the subs are the big ones. That people and Bucky's is jerky, I think, right? I've, I've never been to a Bucky's. So I mean, I know they. I see them on social media. People brag. Like, I see people, people put, taking pictures of them in front of. Like, I got the Bucky's. I'm like. When did we get to a, a point in society where bragging about going to a convenience store? Yeah, that's where we are now. I was like, I didn't, I didn't know that was a brag. Let's take our first break. When we come back, a few thoughts on the state of Louisville athletics, a couple of basketball leftover thoughts, some football thoughts as we get closer to kickoff. And then uh, second hour, we'll turn things over to you guys on the text line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Wednesday to you. You're on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Oh. This morning and the sun is on the rise There's frosting on the window pane And sorrow in your eyes The stars are fading quietly Night is nearly gone So you turn away from me and tears begin to come. I totally forgot that it's, it's Wednesday. Goodbye again. I'm sorry to be leaving you. Goodbye again. As if you didn't know it's goodbye. It's Wednesday. I totally forgot that it's Wednesday. <laughs> well, John Denver for our Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday love. means a uh, random TK song. Is, is, it, is it considered a guilty pleasure that I do love John Denver? I think a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's, it, well, it's, it's also family thing. My grandmother loved John Denver, like, and she would. So my childhood, that, yeah. my childhood was growing. She had, she had never owned like a cassette or like I don't even think she ever owned a record, and and I, but she loved John Denver. So I, I remember I bought, went and bought the John Denver greatest hits cassettes for her car she had just gotten, and which had a tape player in it, and. I mean, I spent like two years or whatever, her driving around listening to uh, John Denver, and I would listen to John Denver in the car. I'm gonna go to my Spotify list, and I'm gonna pick a random song, and this is gonna define my day. You ready for this? <laughs> okay. Then you're gonna do a Spotify test on John Denver. Uh, Shaboom! The chords, I like that. Okay. Life could be a dream. All right. It's a good song, yeah. This is yours. Yours is. Hold on. Sorry. Now your Spotify is it just like your my iTunes. Or it's the songs you've downloaded. I I put it it's like a playlist. Okay, okay, yeah. Mine is just songs yeah I've downloaded. I yeah I've got thousands of songs on my iTunes. You have uh, Karma Police Radiohead. I not a big Radiohead fan, but I do like I'm I am a believer of Karma. So okay, it's a good song. There you go. That will define your day. 
Not, good not good karma Denver. after yesterday's bad karma. Hopefully, I need. Oh, it's gonna the pendulum's gonna swing. It's gonna have a good AEW tonight. I'm gonna probably not bet on anything, so I won't lose any money. I'm going to you know make sure I, I balance myself in the chair so I don't lose my dinner. We need that chair standing up for tomorrow night's game. We, oh yeah, no, it'll stay up. It's it's good. Like it just I I I'd, I'd lifted it up too much and I'd just gotten home. I was kind of you know. You know Fazzled a little bit, and you're fazzled. I was fazzled. A little fazzled. <laughs> fazzled. A little fazzled on a Tuesday. You know, you know what? You don't want to know what comes after razzled. <laughs> Is that a combination of flustered and razzled? It's like what happens when you're flustered and you're razzled. You're fazzled. Flazzled. Yeah. So I was a little flazzled, and so that's that's why I I made the mistake of sitting back too far. I knew I knew better than that. Mm. You know, but you know. It was only the second mistake in like two hour span, so <laughs> <laughs> and for, and, and resulted in similar disasters. So it was my fault. I, I know better. I'm not gonna not not gonna do that. I feel like you know, like the like the you know the 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 the, the lion tamer is my fault. I shouldn't have put my hand in there. I should have known better. I knew he was gonna eat it. Some of the college football <laughs> playoff rankings from last night that uh, the, the second ones debuted last night at seven o'clock on ESPN and Louisville. We said we thought they would rise. We weren't sure how far. <clears throat> oh, they rose all right. We knew it was going to be, I mean, I, I said I thought they'd be 11 or 12. I was hoping for 10. They do jump two spots to number 11. They're still the lowest ranked one-loss team uh, from a power conference. Tulane's 8-1. They're 23rd. I, I'm good with this. You know, seeing Louisville at 11 just outside the top 10, you know, behind the likes of uh, of Alabama and Texas and Penn State and Ole Miss, like, it, it just, it's... It, Rock hard seeing the seeing, seeing the <laughs> seeing the 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 rankings oh, it, out yesterday. It moved on my end too. Oh yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> it was it was awesome to see. I mean, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again now. I'm not playoff scoreboard watching until we win the game Thursday. I said if we win these next two, then I start to be like you know, we have a, a free weekend to just watch college football and sit back and enjoy, and hopefully already know that we've won our game. If we do win tomorrow night, then I'll start being like okay. What's the best scenario here? We're rooting against Ole Miss. I mean, I can't actively root for Kentucky, but it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if they beat Alabama. We need Bama to get another loss. But you do start looking at this, and you're we like, "We don't need Kentucky for that, though." You can probably, you can. There's, there's, they've got other chances to lose, right? Well, yeah, but in Chattanooga and Auburn are their only other two games. Well, SEC, well, Auburn's, but SEC title game. We would need Georgia to beat them again. Okay. I, I'm assuming in all this that we're going to jump is about, any two lost team. Problem is Alabama beats Georgia. Georgia, we won't still won't, we wouldn't. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, we, point, we need, yeah. we, we're going to need a lot of. Like we basically would need Georgia to beat Alabama again. I think we would need Ohio State to beat Michigan or one of those two teams to lose twice. Michigan's schedule sucks, so maybe we'd have a chance if if we're 12 and one with a win over Florida they State. Got Penn State coming. Yeah, we. Yeah, ideally, they would lose to to Penn State, and then Ohio State would beat them again. For the you know, it, to end the regular season, and then Ohio State is you know, they're undefeated. Fine, we would need well, Washington to beat Oregon again in the Pac-12 title game, and then we beat Florida State, and we jump them, jump, I, jump Bamba, jump Ole Miss, jump Texas because they all lose again. I would go. Well, Penn State can lose to Michigan this week and knock them out, uh, which would. I mean that's either way. Winner, the loser of that game, we're gonna, we're gonna, is gonna help us. I said I'm not talking about any of this now. I'm like laying out I the know. scenario. Uh, don't forget the Oregon. You 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 put that on Washington, but let's not forget the Civil War with Oregon State, who's just one spot behind us. DJ, we uh, and, and the fact that they're one spot behind us, we root, we root, we root, and as if we didn't always root for the Beaver. Uh, and I guess 
Ole Miss, I mean, they could lose to Mississippi State. Maybe Egg Bowl, we can move a robbery game. But I think there's also, you would, you would kind of hope that, well, I mean, Ole Miss has to play Georgia. Okay, but so we're weekend. good there, okay. You, you would also hope that with the, like, a situation like Penn State, if they do have one loss and they don't get to play for a conference title, that maybe we could jump them if we went 12-1 and one and we had a conference championship win over an undefeated Florida State team. I can't think of Penn State. I don't think Penn State's beating anybody as, as good as – I mean, I know you can say what you want about Notre Dame, but I don't think Penn State's even got a Notre Dame-level victory. No, they didn't play anybody in the non-conference. Yeah, and I don't think they played – I don't think they really played anybody in conference except for the game they lost, which was Ohio State. And they looked bad in that game. Yeah. The offense, yeah, really looked bad. I mean, their defense has been carrying them anyway. But, and they didn't look great against Indiana this week, but that's a win's a win. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Big Ten. Is- um, yeah, Iowa was 24th when they beat them, but Iowa's not not good. Yeah, I mean, well, they're 7-2. Anyway, we, we, have, we have time to talk about this, but it was yeah. good to see Louisville. That's after the, tomorrow's win, right? After If we win tomorrow, we'll spend a, a portion of Friday talking about scenarios out there. We'll give a rooting guide for the weekend ahead, and then we'll talk about the Chattanooga basketball game as well because that's that's awesome. Can I ask you a question? Of course. You always get <laughs> you can ask me anything, pal. With your education level and the 14 on ACT, I encourage you to ask me as many questions as possible. Uh, what would what, what, what the uh, the uh, the astronaut uh, picture on the uh, show tweet today? I don't, I don't get it. It's a meme that's been out there. I get it's a meme. It's an old meme, actually. I mean, it's, I know it's a meme. Thank you for explaining that. I get, I get it's a meme. You know, a picture with words on it. That's a meme. Is, is that the definition of meme? Okay. The, Not necessarily. Okay, but usually the, like, is it has any connection to the show? Well, yeah, it's the, the the meme is about the four win season. Oh, okay, but we're in space. Yeah, it's taking a meme that was very popular like five months ago. He has a gun in space. I didn't make this. It was just it was a, it was a safe <laughs> picture that I had, and I was like, this this kind of fits with the the theme of the show. So I feel like it's Elaine nice. trying to figure out why the cartoon is funny. Like, well, how does it fit? <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the New Yorker where they they secretly yeah. just, they they purposely just, make it make not sense. I feel like looking. You're like, I just thought it makes sense with the show today. I'm like, wow. Tell me, Kenny Payne. Well, it's for it's, <laughs> it's about the basketball season last year. We're 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 out of this world. Did you see the video that U of L? So I was a shout out to my guy Corey. He does video stuff for U of L, and he was. He, I guess he was listening to the show yesterday, and as I'm going to Walgreens after the show, he texts me and he's <laughs> like, I can plug for them today. Yeah, he, te- he texts me and he's like, I, I heard you guys talking about it. I totally understand because we were kind of mocking the, the Kenny Payne press conference where he discussed. No, yeah, yeah. He, he said, like, we practiced that. Like, the, the, the end of game <laughs> sequence where Trey White loses the ball. It's kind of being tossed around. He mugs a guy, and it ends up being a perfect alley to JJ Trainer. And Corey was like, he's like, they actually do practice. Like that, they, they, it's like not not exact not exactly that scenario. They obviously, mugging the team. No, not, not exactly that scenario. Obviously, but they do practice like off of a missed shot when there's kind of like a scramble, tipping it up for an alley oop for a dunk. And he's like, he's like, I'm gonna try to find some footage of it. And so they made this video, and I appreciate them not using audio from our show because they very easily could have. But they they I made been okay with that. They made this video for uh, today where it's like they have Kenny Payne giving that quote where he's like, he's like, believe it or not, we actually practice that. And then they used Drew Diener, where he's like, there's no way they practiced that. That's such a lie, like throwing it out there. <laughs> and they have the actual footage from practice of them uh, practicing. And again, it's not it's not an apples-to-apples thing. It's not like it's a they, they like have a guy tap the ball around, and then you just like are midair, and you throw an alley-oop. But they are practicing like a shot coming off the, the, the backboard, a dude going up in the air and tipping it up for an alley-oop, which, you know. I think it looks like they're playing 21. Yeah, I saw that. Like, it's a cool thing. I'm watching like, it, by the way, right like, now. I told him, and I was like, you know, that's that's awesome. I can't wait to actually see the footage. 
but I, I was also like, can we use some of this time to just practice basic defensive principles? <laughs> hey. Just gave up 93 points hey. to UMBC. Those basic defensive principles only won us four games. This this drill already won us one. One no. Have not lost. It's our, Yeah. So I think we're sticking with the drill. I'm fine with that. But I saw that I was like, thank you for not using audio from the show because we could have easily been. Oh, in- I would have been okay with it. I was like, that's the biggest lie ever told. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was wrong. <laughs> Hand up. I was wrong. Uh, you were you were half right. I mean, <laughs> it's not exactly the yeah. same thing as what we're talking about. But I mean, they look like I, mean, I kid you. It just looks like they are look like they're playing twenty one and they're trying to send somebody down to zero. Because in the press conference, like you know, Kenny Payne's talking about the he's asked a question about the the frenetic final sequence, and he's like, "Believe it or not, we practice that." And you're like, "What?" Like you know, when you say it like that, it makes it seem like we're practicing like a, a dude just like losing <laughs> the ball in the air and just like, "Hey, Al, you." Uh, which is not exactly which, what happened. If you watched this last year, it's understandable to think that there's going to be a loose ball every so often. It also <laughs> makes me wonder, like, what other weird things are we practicing? Like, what Ooh, other? That's a good question. What other scenario are we going to like? You know, we, we we practice like I said yesterday. Like, we practice for if there's a guy clearly out of bounds on the other team who doesn't get called for a foul. Like, making sure that we maintain focus and we don't like look at the refs and stop playing. Is that some? Is that a drill that we? Do you do? think we have a beach ball out there like uh, like Gordon Bombay did? That's just fun. <laughs> That's just for free time if you've had a good practice. Well, no, that's how Hopefully we practice some, We, If you can catch a beach ball, you can catch a basketball. With some mean Scandinavian <laughs> bastard doesn't come in and just pop that thing because it's their ice time. I figured they being Danny Manning for some that's reason. You have to hope for it. <laughs> uh, did you see the uh, the the glow game video that was out there the, have you seen the, the new john l smith cameo we talked i think we talked about it yesterday oh yeah yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you catch though did you go i back didn't go and back and rewatch it? it in fact i'm gonna do that right now as you're talking though you should it was great i did again i got slightly distracted after yesterday's show so i mean you know i'm so excited for the glow like they, they've released the uniforms what they look like they've shown them glowing in the dark and i get that we're have playing we, the, the game the, under light so you're not gonna be able to actually see that effect but I don't know. Maybe if we win, like, well, how did I not know? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but how did I not notice that was him the first time? I must not just be, I just wasn't paying attention. Well, if you're not looking for it, then like when you're looking for it, it's obvious that they're making putting more of a focus on that guy than they would otherwise. Yeah, like now it seems like when you first said cameo, I thought it might have been the waitress that was a cameo from somehow. But you know, that was John Osmond. <laughs> but now, yeah, now it's like sticks out like a sore. He looks thumb. great. He does. <laughs> I was making the joke. Do we know who the waitress is? No, don't, don't be don't be weird about it. No, I didn't know. I'm just curious. And was, <laughs> does she have an Does she have an Instagram? Handle? Is she single? <laughs> is she on Snapchat? <laughs> How does she feel about recliners? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they should have done this. See, this this shouldn't have been a diner. It should have been the Arby's on Crittenden. This should have been at the Arby's doing this commercial. I love that. So I've had people a couple of times in recent weeks when we've talked about the basketball team after losing to Wesley, and we've given takes about that. And we've given takes about football. I've had a couple of people who've been like, you know, I've been a longtime listener of the show, and I've gotten several friends recently hooked on the show by saying, you know, like Mike, Mike, Mike had a great take on this. He and Trevor are really funny. They're back and forth. Like he called that this was going to happen. And I just pictured those people giving the show a chance and then getting a first hour like today's. Where we've talked so little sports, and it's about like you falling in your recliner, having your Arby's roast beef explode after a fender bender, and they're like, "Is this the same show that that Kevin's telling me about? Why is this good? <laughs> Why is it not? Don't you don't don't you find humor in the suffering of others? I mean, I, I usually do. I enjoy it. Yeah, I've, I mean, if you and if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? Right? Agreed. 
I want to go back. So you, <laughs> you've mentioned this several times this year uh, about how and it's become kind of the defining storyline of this football season. Jeff Brom comes to Louisville with a good reputation as, as a head coach, but the concerns amongst the fan base and, and people who are maybe a little bit critical of the hire, whether they're fans or not, are that he's been too pass heavy throughout his career and the defense hasn't been good enough. And you know, lo and behold, we're eight and one, and the strengths of our team. All world defense we're, and a, a great run game. Where we look like a Jim Trestle Ohio State team. Yeah, so I mean, we're run, we're running the ball. I mean, not three yards in a cloud of dust, thankfully, but we're yeah, you're we're running first, second, third, and 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 play defense. Yeah, and so Tyler Griever of WDRB went back and looked at just how rare this offensive disparity has been throughout Brahms' head coaching career. Looked at the numbers. So he's been this is his tenth year as a head coach. Twenty fourteen, his first year at Western. They threw the ball 42.8 times per game. They rushed it 33 times a game. His second year, they threw it 39.6 times per game, rushed it 33.1 times per game. 2016 is the only other hey, year. Carson, what are they doing to the missing percentages? What do you mean? 39 plus 33 is not 100. Special teams plus. Ah, okay, gotcha. So 2016, <laughs> 2016 is the only other time in his head coaching career that they have had more rushes than passes per game, and it was insanely close. 33.6 uh, passes, 34.8 rushes. First of all, they don't have to add up to 100. That's not a I was like, what are you talking Flight about? Slight delay there on that one, but okay. I had no idea what you were talking I was just like, I mean, like, what? <laughs> well, I figured it would add to 100. I mean, you're talking percentages. I mean. these. I'm not talking percentages. <laughs> these are plays per game. Oh, okay. How did you even get a 13 in the math section? <laughs> I told you, I just I read one question and guessed the rest. At Purdue, in 2017, Brom, 37.8 passes per game, 34.4 runs per game. 2018, 39.2 passes per game, 30.8 runs per game. 2019, 43.3 passes per game, 28.4 runs. 2020, 43.5 passes per game, 24.5 runs per game. 2021, 44.3 passes per game. 29.7 runs per game, and then 41.6 passes in 2022, and 33.3 rushes per game. So from 2019 to 2022, he never averaged fewer than 41.6 passes per game. What do you think, guess this season's stats as far as how many passes per game and how many rushes per game? Well, I know we threw like 50 times in the Pitt, a Pittsburgh game. 52. Yeah, so that's going to bring it up. I mean, we went through it to 12 in the last game. 12 and then 16 the week before. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say we have – you're basically having me average of pass attempts a game. Yes. Uh, I'll say 29. Close. 27.7 passes per game. Dramatically lower than any season he's ever had in his career. And then rushes per game. Uh, Rushes 34. Pretty good again. 38.4 rushes per game. We're averaging, That's how I got 13, baby. We're averaging 188.8 <laughs> rush yards per game, which is a career high for Jeff Brom. Yeah. And we're averaging 252 passing yards per game, which is the second lowest of his career. This, so this is this, this is, is not just rare for him. This is outrageously rare for him is. to be doing this as a and head you, coach. And you know what? This is what I love about Jeff Brom. Jeff Brom could have been— Chameleon! He could have easily come in here and forced his way, and a lot of coaches do, like—, like for example, we talked about you know the basketball team maybe feeling like it, it, it'd be better off. You saw a little zone mixed in. Mm-hmm. KP is not rolling with the flow of what he inherited at Louisville. He's forcing his his hand 
his square peg into the circle of players that are that doesn't sound right. <laughs> into when we the all way get what you're talking about. We get it. We get okay, it. good. He's a. That's what. I'm not saying it makes you a bad coach. It's because there are a lot of coaches are like that. It's stubborn in that way. But what makes you a special coach is what Jeff Brom does. Is when you can, you, like you said, be a chameleon. You can adapt to what you know. You you know, you might as well nickname him Darwin because he just adapts to the atmosphere around him. And I'm sure if, as we he's here long, you'll see this go back to more what you see at, you saw at Purdue and probably at Penn State. And I like him on the press conference who asked him a question, you know, about kind of a similar, you've been more of a rushing defensive guy, how's it feel in the you know, press conference yesterday or, or Monday, which day it was, the uh, pre-Virginia one. And he, he mentioned, you know, hey, listen, I mean, that's, that's true, but you know, Ace Wells had like 16 touchdowns rushing for us, student manager here, student coach here, whatever. You know, he's we we've had running teams before. We've had running backs. We've had game you know teams that that have run the ball, and that's that's what a good coach does. He knows that the best way to win, that and that's what the bottom line and all that matters is winning, and that's going to be a running team. That's Satterfield wouldn't do that. I get it. that's that's why I mean that, that we wouldn't. That's why we'd be probably five and six if Satterfield was still here right now. I like that. Or four, five and four probably. I like that two minutes after not. Realizing that pass plays and rush plays per game didn't need to add up to 100, you worked in an evolutionary biology reference in the middle of your <laughs> Jeff Brom comparison. Well, it was just a few weeks ago. I you, you were I remember I brought to your attention how we were more of a run team. You're like, oh no, we, you were right. You're, you're like, wait a minute, we have run the ball more every game. You were totally right. Yeah, every game besides I think two this season, yeah, I think we've rushed it more than thrown. And that, Georgia Tech and Pittsburgh probably I would assume. And, and the Pitt game was sort of a no. It was, it was I think it was it was a later game. Oh, maybe it was a. I don't think it ended up being GT. Because we looked it up. No, Pitt's one of them. That's Pitt's sure. definitely yeah, one yeah. of them. And that and that was kind of a, a outlier because I don't think that was yeah, in the game plan. We ended up just And you see and you've heard now multiple times since Brahm has yeah. expressed how he poorly coached that game. But no, I, I think you're totally right about Jeff, and it, it is so refreshing to see for the future, too. That, yeah. that he's willing to adjust to his roster. I think the best coaches in in basketball or football do this exact same same thing. Obviously, you come in with a certain mentality like you come in with a reputation for being this type of coach or or you do this but even I mean think back to to Nick Saban he, he's always played that ground and pound and we want to win games 20 to 10 and we want to suffocate you with your defense and just suck the life out of you and then after that game against Clemson and, and you know seeing some of the dynamic offenses that were were out there that were taking over college football and the rule changes that were making things I think more conducive to high scoring he went out there and he's like we got to bolster the offense and, and you know he, he expands things he gets Jalen Hurts he gets Tua Tungavailoa like he, he's willing to change even Nick Saban who's won however many national titles yeah. in however many years is willing to say you've got to change with the times Mike Krzyzewski very much against the one and done sees what the one and done is doing to college basketball says we got to get in on this we have to have a, a good combination of super talented future lottery pick freshmen and some guys that are, are veteran just really good college players and it works out for him the people who aren't willing to change, like, I mean, you can say what you will about, I mean, we love Denny Crum, but not embracing the three-point shot no. really, really hurt him. The coaches who are willing to change are the ones who are going to make it and who are going to keep making it. And I think this is a, a really good thing, not just for this year, but for our future under Jeff Brom. I could not agree more about NC State, by what was the other game. NC, thank you. And we, I knew and it was, that was which close. Is crazy. That, that we, was, we won 13 to 10. That was 35 past attempts to 29 rush, though, so it was very close. We got to go to break. When we come back, 4 o'clock hours up. We'll turn things over to you guys on the Thornton Sex Line for a little bit. 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Wednesday edition here on 1450 and 961.
the guests. Kentucky Alice, only locally owned. Driveway, I kind of smile. Back in hour number two here of the Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. It's a, I mean, historically warm November 8th here. Warmest November 8th ever. Uh, we hit 83 degrees today. I had the AC on and my window down on the way here. I had to turn the AC back on last night too. Yeah. Well, I didn't turn my AC on in my house. So I did because I've got a fan in my room, but I didn't open the windows. I mean, it's at the highest temperature ever recorded in November here in the city was 85 degrees back in 2016. And I don't think that we got there today, but it was the, the warmest November 8th ever. Yeah. It's not, it was, it was 84 in my car when I got in. It's crazy too. Like, you know, leaving in the morning, the last few days, it's been like so much cooler. And then, you know, like, like today was, was a little bit warmer, but Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to take the kids to school. I'm, I've got like, you know, pants, hoodie, like I'm kind of bundled up. And then like two hours later, it's time you got to flip over to the shorts and the t-shirt. It's been nuts, but I mean, Hey, I don't hate it. It's kind of fun being outside. It feels like we're living in Florida for a little bit. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. Without all the old people. With all the old, without all the old people. <laughs> I was watching the, the Seinfeld where he gave the, the parents the, the Cadillac a little bit last night. Just maybe think of the same Florida. Maybe think of that. Uh, we've got uh, Thornton sex line time. We'll turn things over to you guys. Yeah. Sex line. Whatever's on your mind. We want to hear from you. Texture says, so who covers the, oh, this is a, I think a Denison. Who covers the Trinity X playoff game, Matt, asking for a stat friend? It is Trinity Snakes in the second round of the playoffs they on are. Friday night, which is crazy. And our man John Spears won't be on the call. Because he's doing Bellarmine stuff? He's doing Bellarmine, yeah, he's doing Bellarmine stuff. It's kind of dirty. I don't know why. I was uh, a little bit of Spears today when I was driving around. Spears is just uh, James. I refuse to call him John again since he didn't invite me to his birthday party. But we will be okay. Uh, Tony Birch will be there with uh, Matt Lynn. We'll be also calling the game on. So we, we've got him covered here on 14. I'll be on the board for that game on so, Friday. So we'll have both broadcasts on our family of networks. We'll have Sanex here on 1450. We'll have Trinity on 970, yes. I would assume. If you want, so if you want to say next call, you come to us. If you want the Trinity call, you go to them, which is what we did last time these two teams played. But here's my question. Are, do we not have the – because Louisville plays that night, too, in basketball. Do we not have Louisville on any of our, our stations? Um, or is that going to be on 970 and Trinity's bump somewhere else? That might be the case, yeah. That would, Louisville, because well, Louisville will get priority, I think. I don't know. But, yeah, Louisville will be on somewhere, though. But it's crazy. I can't keep up with all the changes to – the Kentucky we'll have high school playoff scoot somewhere too probably. Yeah, I, I, I can't get up with all the changes to the high school playoff system. I know for a while there they like they basically rigged it to where like Trinity, Mail, Saint X, and Manual were all in the same district and they all had to play before the third like the the, 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 the quarterfinals. Just stupid because they didn't want you know it was every year it was Louisville team versus Louisville team. It was mm-hmm. Trinity versus X, Trinity versus Mail, you know whatever. And then they went away from that for a while, and now we're back to the. the the point where I don't know if it changes every year or what's going on, but like we're back into a situation where you can get like male manual in the second round. I think that happened last year, and you can get we had male Saint X ago. Male Saint X last year was in the second round, wasn't yeah. it? Or and something? now this year you've got Trinity X, which yeah. which seems just wrong, but whatever. Big game. I, I mean, 
I say just, I mean, see them let it fall where it goes. And I understand the aggravation of, you know, the 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 Louisville schools are always the ones playing for the title. Cause it's, or it's usually one of three. I mean, I, I'm, I'm curious when's the last time an outside, you know, Jefferson County school kind of won this, the maid last year. Well, uh, you're right. 40s. I mean, yeah, I know. But uh, that was the upset. But traditionally, yes, it, it is always one of the big three, really. I think that they are like. Don't they like reseed now? Is that a thing too, or they're going know. to? I, I think that starting this year, the field gets reseeded according to the RPI standings after the first couple of rounds, which is hey, great for the Louisville schools then, but but not great for them if they can't make it that far. Till football does what they need to do, like basketball does, and just do one class. I'm not going to pay attention. I don't pay that much attention. Well, you don't need for one class for football. That's, We're not having this discussion again. That's ridiculous. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, you didn't. You didn't want one class. You wanted the class. I wanted the class champions, champions to, play, to play in a tournament of champions. Yes, which is also. Very dumb. No, not very dumb. You're dumb. It's. I mean, that's ridiculous. If you want to see ridiculous, you want to see sixteen year olds die on the football field, then yeah, you can do that. But you're gonna die on the football field. <laughs> I miss the days when, like, because Trinity X, they're, they're playing it at Trinity, and I know the tickets sold out in like ten seconds. But like back in the day, if you had a big time game in the playoffs, they would always go to Old Cardinal Stadium. Like, I it didn't matter what round it was. Well, we don't have that anymore. I know, but, but we have Bob, we have LNN Stadium. Wait, True, yeah. I don't know why you can't get some of these games in the earlier rounds played at like a, I don't know why. I mean, because Lord I mean, knows this they, game they could sell five times as many tickets for this game if they wanted to. Now, is the state titles, are they still, are they at Lexington? Did they move to Lexington or are they still in Bowling Green? I forget. They're in Lexington this year, I know. Okay. I know for a while they've been in Bowling Green. Yeah, I think they, they, there was a brief period. They've been in Lexington again the last few years, and, and they'll be again this year. When's the last time they did the state title in Louisville? Has it been 15 years or so? It's been a while. I, I, I know. It's, I know it's been. A, I know it's been a while. Which seems wrong. I grew up with I, them always being here. I know. I'm saying. Yeah. I, I know the first one I went to down Lexington was the James Quick uh, freshman year Trinity beat Mayo, and so that 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 tells you how long it's been. It's been a while. And that was at Western. Yeah. Texas says Miami will not be a similar atmosphere to John Wall UNC game. Come on, TJ. Okay. Oh, this that came at one forty something. Yeah. Yeah, TJ. Come on. I, mean, I don't know if he said that, but the text was right. Like that's not not true. The <laughs> our um yeah, TJ, what are you thinking? Our, our guarantee guy for the Murray State game, Missouri State game a couple days ago, said this. After the Missouri State pick went awry, I didn't want to text it in yesterday, but I did have uh, Purdue Fort Wayne plus eleven and a half. The haters will say it's fake. He took. I mean, he could have taken a money line because Purdue Fort Wayne beat DePaul by. You eight could have night. sent that text in. Well, he said he was. He was nervous. He, well, don't he, get nervous. You just don't need to do the whole like bet John and Virginia's college fund on this game anymore. No, you, but you, you lost got, that. But if you got a game that you you feel confident on, I mean, you're still one and one. Did you see how many people were at the, the DePaul game last night? <laughs> uh, seven. So there. Well, more than that. <laughs> okay. Their arena holds. Ten thousand plus people. Okay, the new one, like just built a few years ago. The the not the the, they, the, not the not Horizon State, something, but, but Truist Arena. Yeah, the new one, not the Rosemont. They had nine hundred and thirty-one people in attendance. Last Ooh. Night. was their official attendance? Wow, that's your official attendance, which yeah. tells you it's probably what five hundred or like two, maybe. Yeah, nine percent of the st- arena's capacity was filled. I mean, after and, and they lost by eight to Purdue Fort Wayne, the Mastodons. If you lose to Fort Wayne and no one's there to see it, does it really happen? <laughs> Trevor, December 9th, Wintrust Arena. It's the game of the century. Louisville, DePaul, at their place for all the marbles. Maybe the matchup of the two worst power conference teams in America this year. We'll have to see. It's a, We can't lose it. It's the biggest game of the year. 
Wintrust Arena, that's that they are the AW at Madison Square Garden is the WBF. That's their that's their that's their uh holy ground. That's the Paul's new arena. And it's because the the AEW is pretty much paid, they're, they're they've considered Chicago their home home ground, which is because it's a huge wrestling town. So I've got friends and and I would love to do this actually, but I've got friends that are doing the double that weekend where they're going to Saturday night is the DePaul Louisville game. I don't think we actually know what time it tips off, but it'll be Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday is Bears Lions, and so they're doing like okay, like, my friends are Bears fans. They're going up there. They're doing the thing. They're like would love to have you. I'm like ooh, it's, it's a little bit enticing, but also. Kind of sad. At least the basketball game will be kind of sad, I think. Well, you can walk away with a nice sweep. Good, good. Yeah, it'd be a nice little weekend to say suck at Chicago. Yeah. I love you in the summer, but not in December. Jordan pushed off. Texas, sitting at work today, I was listening to National College Football podcasts like Joel Klatt and others just to hear them talk about Louisville on our shot at making the playoff, and it made me so happy. Go Cards. I don't traditionally listen to a lot of the national stuff, but I'm kind of with the texter. When my t- when Louisville is well, yeah. in the hunt, you kind of want to listen to just to hear them talk about your t- I'm with you 100% on that texter. I'm going I on. I do the same stuff. Um, I'm going on the Chuck Oliver show tomorrow. Who does? Uh, I know Chuck Oliver. We've aired his show uh, many a times on this. We aired it uh, for like a year and a half on there. I'll be on there at noon yep. talking some Louisville football. We ran it. We used to run it delayed one to three. All of a sudden, you've got. You know, this is how you know it's a big deal. Like national analysts, like who can talk Louisville? Who can talk Louisville? Why did ever call me? Usually it's basketball time, but football getting some calls. I like it. Are you ever going to get a call for an interview and be like, I can't do it? I'm going to send you my my uh, my producers then. I've had several times where I've not been able to do it, and I've sent them other people. I've not never never sent them you. Wait, 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 wait who got sent ahead of me? Uh, I mean, people that I used to work with. Uh, well, so the used to work with over overshadows the currently work with. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sending you in my spot for. No, I'm not. No, no, no. I don't want sorry. I want. I want to know. Yeah, uh, who, who, who got, who got the nod over? What coworker got a nod over me? Well, not here. Uh, well, does that make me feel better? I mean, who, who <laughs> even go? There's no other U of L guy here. Would you have sent Scoots over? What me? if I sent Scoots to talk Louisville football on like the Paul Feinbaum show over you? <laughs> he just, he's like, he's like, I don't know, man. I think we're good. I'm like, still better than the alternative, which is Trevor cussing and talking about <laughs> porno <laughs> on a national radio show while representing me. It's like, I think Feinbaum would like me. It's like under your name, it's like Mike Rutherford show in all caps. <laughs> Mark Rutherford. Mark Rutherford. And it'd be better than that. And that's in that situation. I'll slip into the channels. It's thinking of Scoots. I don't know why I just popped in my head, but uh, I know Halloween has passed. But I think next year for Halloween, me and Scoots should go as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Dane DeVito from Twins. I would like that. I was saw Twins was on yesterday or the other day, and I was and it's the scene when they're standing there and Danny Beatles doing the little singing. Brady's like, "It's going to be your night, bro." And I'm like, "I could see me and Scoots being in a Halloween costume that way." See, this is what you talk about on, on like the Chuck Oliver show. <laughs> Chuck Oliver. He's like, "What?" He's like, "I asked you a question about the run game. Who is Scoots?" I mean, he probably think it's our running back. It's such a good nickname for a running back. He knows him well enough to dress up with him. He'll probably, he's going to just go along with thinking Jawar Jordan's nickname is Scoots. Texture says a one-loss ACC champion has never been kept out of the playoffs. I'm just saying. Also, I hate the fake full-court press that the basketball team does. Has it ever resulted in a turnover ever? Did, we, we suck at press. Did we, did we press? I don't. Oh, yeah. I thought we were just lost. The press is basically like just sending Tyler to like, do full court like we, we basically well, play token pressure we play then. like full court man to man we never gamble for steals yeah which i'm fine with if you're just trying to you know, you know doing the thing where you're trying to get them to start their possession later in the shot clock i don't think that's what we're doing though 
I think Kenny's just like, go guard him full court. And then we just. I mean, Bettino would do that just to speed them up. I mean. Yeah, for just, sure. And, Absolutely. And, 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 yeah, you're not, you're not trying to get a turnover. You're just, you're just trying to get them out of their, yeah, out of their comfort zone in, in, in play clock. And, and, which I have no problem with that. But yeah, it's, I mean, our defense. Problem is, once we get across half court, we just do get lost. Speaking of, they pressed for 40 minutes last night. I was like, oh. hand on the glass, looking in. St. John's, <laughs> they scored 90 points against Stony Brook. I was like, did, did they win? I mean, they, 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 they won handily. I saw people tweeting about Patino like wearing a suit or something, being throwback. I'm like, okay. He's always going to wear a suit. I didn't know that was a throwback thing. Did just nobody wear suits anymore completely? Not a lot. Calipari's bringing it back this year, which makes me think. I guess I just better. never paid attention as much. Yeah, they, they looked good last night. Um, Indiana did not look good. We talked about oh, that. Oh, God, no. Trust me. We did not mention the fact that Florida Gulf Coast's best, best player play. was not Isaiah Thompson, I, did not play. I know. I watched... The only th- I didn't get to watch any of this game because of my situation. I only got literally only saw the last. I mean, and I'm not using that incorrectly. Literally watched like the last 90 seconds of the game only, so I didn't see anything of importance. Like, I mean, did, are these Indiana that bad? They didn't look good. The, 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 the spacing was terrible. For me. I mean, I watched the the end of the Auburn Baylor game because this is when I was like trying to get the kids down, and so yeah. I, I pulled up my phone when both of them were like when John was like down, and I'm watching Baylor make this big comeback because they had trailed for most of the game actually. I didn't see that, but they they have a freshman, Jacoby Walter, who just I lit it good, up yeah. last I night, who looked him. fantastic. And I'm watching, and, and they play with just this so like they're so tough, they're so relentless, they're so physical. And watching that, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, I'm like, these guys would beat us by 30. And as I'm thinking this, uh, Danny, who did the podcast with, just text, checks out of the blue, he just goes, Baylor would beat us by at least 50. Like, oh. like I was like, I was like, we're, we're we have the same mind on this right now. Watching this team, I'm like, I'm just trying to envision Louisville matching up with them. They're just they're so tough, they're so into everything. Every dribble's contested, and they eventually wore Auburn down. That was a good game. It's the only really opening week has sucked. I was not good matchup. I was that was a good matchup. I was not a big fan of the Mike Whitson hire, and I know I guess some people have countered it by saying, "Well, he's been somewhat successful since he's been there," and that's true. He's also had Trace Jackson Davis the entire time he's been there, which is it's not it's a lot easier to be a bad coach and still not and, and hide it when you have a a, a solid a. a a college player of that level. I won't say NBA because he's not always doing the NBA. But Baco didn't look great last so night. So we're gonna, we're going to see what they look like without having a superstar like Trace Jackson Davis on his roster with this year with IU and not a good start for it. Did you notice? I, I would need to get Scoots out because I would like to actually ask him. Mbako, I just looked at the, the box score. I knew he didn't you play well. Taco? He Taco. He he only played 18 minutes. I don't know if they, like if something happened there. We need like a, a quick like. We give Scoots like 30 seconds to talk Indiana basketball once a week. We'll call it the Hoosier Report <laughs> with, with, with Justin Kalen. That's her, no, that's her. Sorry, hurry taken. But I would like to know why Mbako didn't, didn't, play, didn't play very much last night. I mean, I'm curious how they, how they figured out how to get him off the court. Told him it was time to go to Taco Bell. Because <laughs> from what I understand, he does, doesn't, doesn't, leave, doesn't leave on his own. What if he just subs him out and he's like, no. No. <laughs> he takes like two steps and just like looks down. What's the uh, major league when uh, Corbin Benson gets beaned? He's on first base. He's like, nope. You know, the second one, he's not leaving the no, first base. I'm not leaving. <laughs> not leaving. Come on, Dorn. <laughs> Aw. Texas. Uh, Texas I, real quick, we read it. Something that did catch my eye. I don't know if you noticed this last night when they were doing this. Because that game was in like South Dakota or whatever, I guess. Yes. The Baylor game. They were showing like a, I guess a wall of champions or something they had honored, and they were doing it to show Bobby Knight's name on the plaque. Couldn't help but notice right next to Bobby Knight was Haley Van Lift's name. Ooh. <laughs> For I'm like, wait a wow. minute. Oh. 
I was like, what? And I don't know why. I don't know what the connection is there. I guess, I don't know. Did we play? I think we, we, we played at South Dakota State last year. I think, okay. I think she we must have a, done something. She a had a good game. Because that's that, it's that Pentagon setup. I think yeah. we, in Sioux Falls, I think we've played there a couple of times. So I guess when they were, yeah, they were doing their little plaques, I guess, of, of, of iconic member people have been there, played there, whatever. Yeah, right next to Bobby Knight's name is Haley Ben List. Just two overrated people. Well. Doing overrated things. <laughs> Bobby Knight, another example of someone who did not want to evolve. That very true, very true. Like I, I think that's maybe why I have because like my dad, I said before, like just hated Bobby Knight. I know. And a lot of people I, have reasons, good reasons. And when I grew up, like he had good teams. Like I, I'll never forget watching that Sweet Sixteen game where Calper Chaney and company just dominated us. But they like that was after that he became more known in our household for just choking in the first round because <laughs> he lost like three straight. Years. Yeah, yeah, he just he like, could not get out of the first yeah. round. Like he was like you said, it was because he just was stubborn and, and didn't evolve. And he made Texas Tech. Notable, but they didn't have a ton of success when he was down there. He was good, no, but no. like not, he, he never got them to Final Four level. He didn't do what Chris Beard did. No, I don't even think he took them. Did he even win a tournament game there? I think he did. Because he wasn't, he, the, the Darvin Ham team that that broke the backboard and beat North Carolina, upset North Carolina, that was before he got there, I think. It, it was. He was not the coach of those teams. Yeah, that was, oh, who was the coach of that got team? That's going to drive me nuts. A- he, at, at Texas Tech, he went to one Sweet 16. Oh, he in, did? Okay. In 05. And that even wasn't even a good team. It's a team that lost eleven games, and he won only one other game in the tournament. Won a game the year before. Well, at least he won one, I guess. <laughs> James Dickey, that was his name. I knew it was going to drive me insane. Texas, every single time that I don't listen live, the podcast gets screwed up. <laughs> it's all your fault, Texer. I'm glad you're okay, TK. Never change, Rutherford Show. Uh, I mean, was... I'd prefer that part of the show to change. Just <laughs> get the podcast consistently without problem. Uh, it's up now. It's it's I said that before many times. And uh, it's yeah. It, it was it was up yesterday. It's just I'm you know wrong. It takes them a long time to and since I got on work up the strength to get it back. Since I got you know cleaned up and 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 back horizontal from the chair and, and got on my phone, which was at like eight thirty or nine o'clock at night, and I saw the the, the I went on Twitter and I saw the the tagged in the tweets about the podcast. That's when I, I realized obviously I was like oops, and I would have changed it last night, but unfortunately. I didn't look like driving back to the studio to do it last night. I was like, I don't like, I couldn't remotely do it. So I was like, I'll just do it tomorrow. Your dedication to the show remains unrivaled. I had some, I they had don't some, call them the best in the biz for nothing. I had folks. driving PTSD. Okay. I didn't want to get back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Can I claim that in this situation? I had a friend when we first like turned 16, 17, like when we first started getting our license, who would make me drive him uh, his car everywhere because he said he was in a driving slump. He's like, my turns just haven't been sharp recently. I'm in a slump. I'm like, well, this okay. is only my third accident ever. Three, okay. And the first, and, uh, and I the only two. And the only second, it was my fault. The first one I ever had, which I think back, I've had three. I've had uh, the, my first accident ever was when I was 16. I had my license for a week. I mean, it was the second week of having my license. Oh, that was I got, like my worst fear. Oh, it's, it was an idiot. Yeah, I mean, I was a moron. I probably had no business driving. Uh, I got an accident then, and I was saw 16. Um, when I was, I guess it was 2004, I got rear-ended. And it rendered into somebody else, so that wasn't my fault. But that was when I think I got a concussion because the airbag deployed and it kind of knocked me out for a second. Um, haven't been the same since. Still try to bite my own ear on occasion. Uh, and then last, and then yesterday, which was I, I guess technically my fault. So I've had two accidents in my fault in, since '96. It's a pretty good record, I think. Right? It's not terrible. I've had three. Two. The insurance company's probably going to jack up my rates by yeah. a thousand bucks a month. But you know, well, I had the one recently, like was like a year and a half ago. It was like. Two December, it was like right after I got sick. It was like two Junes ago. Yeah, and your car got messed up to where you had to get a rental. 
Yeah, I mean, the other two times, like, I, like my car got totaled. Like, yeah. it, was, it was bad. I've never been that the bad. The very first wreck I ever got into was, it was real bad. Like, my car got officially totaled. Somebody just ran a stop sign, like, going a million miles an hour. Uh, that was bad. And then, like, a, a month later, I just got a new car. Like, I, I, I had one that was my fault. I ran a, it was I was behind a truck. I was getting impatient. I didn't see that the light had turned, turned red. And, like, I finally got around him, and I just, like, went forward, and yeah. traffic was coming. And then the one two years ago in Springfield was not my fault. That's kind of what happened when I got reared. That's what happened to me. A car jumped the lane, and he did it to, to avoid hitting someone in front of him, and I had to slam my brakes. And I didn't run into him, but the person behind me hit me and then pushed me into him, yeah. which, which always sucks. And that, yeah, that was uh, – Texture says, please, for the love of everything holy, have Mike call the Kenny Payne radio show tonight and ask, is this about Kenny Payne? <laughs> it's about Kenny Payne? It is the Kenny Payne radio show tonight, 7 to 8. This I want to call just ask this him, is what the first, have you done to clean this, this up? This is the first public one. You can show up in, in person if you want to ask questions directly in front of him at, uh, what's the location? Is it Roosters? Roosters. Roosters. I know that's Jeff Brahms. I'm pretty sure it's Roosters. Again. Okay. If you want to Which listen Roosters, to it, I don't know. But. Well, Jeff is, is the one in Fern Creek. I don't know if. This is the same thing. Uh, it's the Roosters in Springhurst. 3601 Springhurst. Okay, it's right by my house. Okay. 40241. Uh, oh, Fisher's Drive. You can show up, ask a question, hear Kenny Payne talk. I'm sure they'll have a player there available as well. If you can't show up, you want to listen, you can do so on our sister station, 970 WGTK. That's 7 to 8 tonight. The Kenny Payne Radio Show returns. Is this about Kenny Payne? Is this about Kenny Payne? Texas Jefferson Davis was the president of America, the real America, where <laughs> President Trump is still president. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, Trump though wasn't ever actually president because he didn't actually win. But it's uh, explain. I, you know, you know, I don't. Believe, I, I'm not a fan of electoral vote. I'm I'm popular vote only. Oh, okay. Because the, otherwise, you're just lying to yourself on an election. The, the whole the whole purpose of a vote's li- a living is to be the one who gets the most votes wins. I'm good with doing it with, with the electoral college. I'm. You and I share that agreement. It's rare yeah. that we share something in the political. Whether it was my client, you know, person I'm rooting for to win or not, it just I just can't understand how the person who gets the most votes isn't the winner. I thought that's how like an election or vote is actually done in every other way. So George W. wasn't your president either the second time. Nope, there was a disaster there too. Uh, Texas, I bet TK hasn't touched a vacuum in years. When's the last time that you oh, vacuumed I don't even own a vacuum? You don't own a vacuum. I don't own a vacuum. There's no vacuum at your house. Well, no, house. I have a zoo, I have a Roomba. Does that count? No. Why not? Dude, when's the last time you used the Roomba? Uh, I don't know. I gave it to my mom for Christmas last year. Who does anybody clean your house? No, not really. Nobody cleans your house. <laughs> <laughs> it can get kind of dusty a little bit. Great Gardens Part Two. It has to happen. Was, Somebody's got to document what this is house. Great Gardens. I don't. It's, it's the same thing. You, I, are you joking now? What is Great Gardens? We talked about it yesterday. It's the documentary, and I said I talked about how a lot of this happens since yesterday, Mike. Every single time it comes up, you ask me what it is, and I explain to you the same thing. It's the old documentary about the two old people, the mother and the daughter. They live together, and they're hilarious. Oh yeah. And I want your Kelsey Manor to be Great Gardens Part Two. Okay, so I. Well, first of all, I have all hardwood floors in my entire house, so a vacuum is somewhat not necessary. <clears throat> Even though I'm not a big fan of the hardwood, I, I prefer carpet, but no, no, here, there, there. I didn't have a choice. I just had to pay for it. Uh, and so, but like, so I have a broom, but, and I do, I do, I do like, I do sweep every so, every, every so often because Arya loves to shed and she sheds bad. 
but uh, no, I don't think I've touched. I can't remember last last time I touched a vacuum. I don't know, maybe when I was in adolescence in the bathroom. You don't like clean tabletops or counters or anything like that. Well, oh, I mean, like define clean. I'm not a neat freak by any stretch, but if if the house gets a little too dirty, like I I I can't stand it. You would not like the the dresser my table my TV sits on. It you can write your name in in the dust. And you just never think to just like dust it off. I mean, one day I, I think about it. <laughs> think, thinking about it, doing it is like I, I would really wouldn't mind getting a maid. I think I should hire a maid. They're not, you should. You really should. I mean, they're, but, they're, but see, they're not that expensive. But they're gonna be. They're gonna hate me because they probably are used to people cleaning the house before they get there. I'm not that guy. Like I, for some reason, like my aunt, they'll just my, toss all your bleep aside where they have to vacuum. And my aunt, my like my aunt and my buddy's wife, like my buddy, like they they have a maid, and like my buddy's wife, like will clean the house frantically before the maid gets there. My wife does the same thing, and I never and and, and your wife, I guarantee, Mary just says the same thing. She, Latina says, I don't want her to be, I don't want to embarrass the house like a mess. I'm like, why do you think you hired a maid? That's the whole point. That's her purpose of living. That's that's what she does for a living. She's expect she should expect the house to be dirty. Otherwise, her purpose is is moot. Now we had one <laughs> when we had like three dudes living in our house before Mary and I got married and moved in together. Like, and we very much did the thing where it was like she came over and we would not really like pick up that much. And she was she was you know it, like the house we kept it pretty clean to begin with. I mean, all I want to really do is come in and dust and like yeah, sweep and vacuum. I not vacuum but sweep. That's and take maybe take the trash out, but I do that normally anyway. I take the trash. Come on, you can take. Well, yeah. Well, I have the trash can is right outside the window of my room, so I just like put the pull the window up and drop it in there, and boom. <laughs> I purposely did that. Texture says, <laughs> like he just moved on. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Trevor said that he wishes that he had hit a Pinto, a car that famously <laughs> exploded in rear-ending collisions. Don't start laughing before I read the text. People have no idea what you're laughing at. I was, I was reading it along. I know. That's why I don't like you reading along. Dexter, <laughs> uh, it's a very good point. I probably, probably not the best example. Maybe I should have said Gremlin. Dexter <laughs> says, wait, how many dinners did Trevor eat last night? None, really. One, one, one ended up in my front seat. One ended up in my, in my, in my den, floor-ish, sort of. Which sucks because I really love Hamburger Helper. And and then I like Lunchables, so I mean, I guess kind of. I mean, I've only had one dinner, officially. I haven't had Hamburger Helper in forever. I used, oh, to, I used love, to like Hamburger. Love Hamburger Helper, so much better than Tuna Helper. Texture says, <laughs> "TK sitting in <laughs> TK after sitting in the chair. It's Tommy Boy. Clearly, could have done without oh, that. Oh yeah, and the bench collapsed. <laughs> I mean, it was that's how it felt. Like I just, like I was just got home. Like I'm still kind of like, oh man." Like I'm not upset about the wrecks. I'm I'm healthily fine. I'm just worried about like I have this feeling the insurance company's gonna be like, oh, they said it costs three thousand dollars to do the, do the paint job on this guy's bumper, and I'm like, yeah, it's gonna. Have you considered Life Alert recently? <laughs> since since the chair incidents happened, <laughs> you're never alone. Well, thankfully, my mom never goes anywhere, and I have the dogs. I could always send Khaleesi to the neighbors. You know. Yeah, but what help. if you get into a situation where it's like your mom has to use like it's all like you can't help out at all. And it's your mom's strength alone is going to have to lift you, and she just can't. Well, I, I can. I don't need to be fully lifted. I just need to kind of uh, uh, a pull. I don't want a situation where there's like I five need, police cars outside your house trying to get you out of a chair. Neither do and I. And then people, all your neighbors are asking you like, "What happened?" And you have to tell. You have to like make up a lie. Like, I'm, 
That's not how you get that girl's attention that was trying to get into your house. I, I promise you, next time it does happen, if it do anything, I'm going to have my mom take a picture of me, like, just so you can get a feel of, what, like, how I really look. The show tweet for, like, five straight weeks. I mean, my knees are, like, up near my, like, I didn't think Ow. it was possible. <laughs> On that note, let's take a break. When we come back, more from you guys. Thornton Sex Lines, 502-414-1450. She was more concerned about the mess last night. She's like, oh, let me clean this. I'm like, I am. <laughs> Give me out of the yeah, chair. My, 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 my groin is up near my chin here. Not that it's a bad thing normally, but it's kind of uncomfortable. All right. <laughs> uh, we'll come back here on the Mike Rutherford Show. 1450 one, The Big X. Here I am. Good, been a good ten years, man. It's been a while for me because I I don't really drink anymore. I mean, I don't I don't like. I mean, when I tell people like, yeah, I haven't had a drink in like eight years, they they all make me like, good for you. I'm like, exactly. Yeah, it's like no, I just, I'm kind I don't of like, like it that much anymore. I'm doing in this situation. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. I wouldn't like have a problem. It's just you know, I didn't. I like doing it unless she's cute. That I'm like, thank you. It's a struggle every day. Yeah. I'm but, still struggling. <laughs> I'm still struggling. Yeah, I can use your help tonight. <laughs> but uh, I would mean. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I know, I think Rashawn brought this up with you on Friday when he did the show. He's a huge karaoke guy. Yeah. And uh, he's going to karaoke that night. Yeah. I think Halloween he did, karaoke. He does. I think he said his go to was um, Montel Jordan's uh, song. Um, But I just, yeah, I, I, I wish. Let's ride with Silk the Shocker. Yeah, song. you nailed it. Let's ride. The one from uh, Nutty Professor. <laughs> Don't doubt it. Your love is about it, about it. <laughs> So I, I did. We should do it. We should do it at a big ice karaoke night, shouldn't we? Sure. How would you be down for it? You can yeah. bring Mary. I'm down. We'll have it at. Uh, we'll do. We'll, we'll find a good bar, sponsor it. She used to karaoke back then. Karaoke. What was your? Did you have a karaoke song? Like, I mean, I would do. Just I mean, there's several I would do. But this was always kind of a favorite. Uh, me and my buddy Paco would do this song when we get hammered sometime at our place or something. We'd do this on karaoke. Uh, LFO, or may, or L- L- LFO girl on TV go to okay i think you've told you yeah. know what you've told me that. yeah fantastic song yeah terrible song but great karaoke the thing is like now i feel like if i did that anybody younger than 30 just wouldn't have any reference for the song is there anything worse than like i don't say worse but it's just it's weird when people try to karaoke rap right i tr- i've tried i did so fresh so clean outcast one time huge mistake it's, i was very drunk i got lost I, the cadence was off I, I did very poor like i'm never really no one ever does karaoke rap well 
Like it's I, I mean you can do R and B. Yeah. But you just can't like when you do and you pull out a rap song like it's like what do you don't even try. It's, You've got to be really good for it to work. Yeah. The hit rate is if you're like just okay, nobody's going to respect it. And if you're terrible, then it just is annoying. Like if you're bad doing one at dinner live, it's still funny. Like if you're bad doing rap, it's just sad. Agreed. <laughs> Had a bad cough. Sorry. It's all right. You get them all the time. Can you hit that cough button for me? Let's hit the cough button right now. Cough for me. I hear that coughing. <coughs> oh, he's still coughing. You done? We're good. Okay. We're good. 502-414-1450 is Thornton sex line. I got a, a whole house is coughing. Just coughing everywhere. Everyone's what would you coughing. do if you came to my house all the dust? I'd be terrible. I'd probably just die right when I walked in. <laughs> just not able to get a breath whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. That is my worst my worst thing is the house is the dust. I'll tell you that one. Texture says, for the love of God, TK, download the Thumbtack app and find a handyman to fix that chair. <laughs> I don't know what the Thumbtack app is. I'm assuming it's somebody that helps you like like it's like Uber for a handyman. Is it can you do that? Can you is there is is there like a DoorDash handyman app? I guess. We have a handyman, it's great. I mean, I've handy. You know, I have one. He does my lawn. He installed my. He's done handiwork on my. Get my, him over to fix the chair. Alex, I guess I could. He did. He did do the. Uh, yeah, he's a handyman. Pretty much for the most part. Yeah, he, he installed. Well, he installed. I don't, the, like, I don't like that description. He put the front. It's a hard left turn right there. Well, I mean, he just, pretty much he's a handyman. Well, I'm just saying, there's not much around like handyman stuff. He won't do like you'll just be like. 25 bucks, 50 bucks. And like every time, every time I ask, because he doesn't speak very good English. It's like the Nate Bergassi spiel where he talks about, he's like, if, if we're paying somebody to do something around our house, there's a 95% chance that it's not that person's primary job. Like, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll have somebody over to, like, fix our fence. Like, hey, man, do you paint? And he's like, I, I could probably paint, sure. And we're like, all right, come inside. That's you. I, I got a real his last night that made me sad. He was, he was talking about his school thing and not remember anything. And he goes... I think they still got an 18. They were like, that's sad. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, like, you get a 17. Like, do you even go to high school here? I'm like, well, personally, no, but, but bite me. <laughs> Joke that it's close to home. It did. It was like, like not funny. Next reel. But uh, I, I mean, Alex says, I mean, he, like I said, he, he put the front door, he put my, my screen doors on. He installed two of my toilets. Uh, he's fixed some plumbing stuff around he the house. He can screw in some bolts in a chair. I think he can, yeah, hopefully. Of course, it's a matter of whether how strong those bolts are going to handle. I mean, Texas, how are you all feeling about this football game tomorrow night from Christopher? We have not. I don't think we've done the scale. One to ten, Trevor vibe check. One, no chance of us winning. Ten, no chance of us losing. Where are you with this Virginia game? You're not going to like this. I got, I got a little nervousness. Oh no, no, we're on opposite ends this week. I mean, I'm not. I'm not nervous to like. I'm nervous that we're going to lose. I'm nervous this might be closer than. I'm not. I'm not feeling the twenty point spread. I'll say that you're not. Uh, confidence just to win, I'm 7.4. So 7.4? Yeah. You I were 8.9 last week for a, a game oh, that I, was I, more I, than double. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, half the spread. This game, because of the point spread, short week, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's, it, it can be a trap game kind of lost between the blowing out of BT and, you know, now, you know, knowing you have just like Miami after this on the road. Um, I, I worry this could be a trap. This could be a, a trap game. I could see this kind of being sloppy a little bit. Um, I like Louisville still to win. I'm confident they'll win. I'm just I'm not not feeling the spread. I'm not feeling like laying the points. Too many points. To the issue right for Virginia because I, I, there are things that, that you feel good about. Like, like they have maybe the best receiver in the entire ACC in Malik Washington. I've he's, got him on my fantasy team. He's really good. Yeah. They've got a couple of good. Lo- Here's the problem for them. One, their quarterback situation is a disaster. They've got two decent quarterbacks. They have no idea who's going to play. One's a freshman who did not play that great last week. The other one is the the, the veteran, and nobody knows if he's going to be 
good to go. Like that's not a, a good scenario to be walking into in a short week. Two, their best defensive player the last few weeks has been a freshman, Cam Robinson, who's like I think fourth on the team in tackles despite not playing at all before the fourth week this season. He's out for this game. And then three, they're the worst rush defense in the yeah, SEC. They, they are. I, know. I mean, there, there's no reason. I know you lay all this down, and it, it makes me sound stupid to think it could be a trap game. And you said we said Pitt. There was no rational reason to be worried about the game outside of just like I feel like it's kind of a trap game, and clearly it was. Yeah, I mean that's just how it kind of, I, 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 I'm confident we're going to win. I just feel we like we at home. Yeah, I just we, could, we, we don't not cover at home, Trev. No, but we also haven't had a twenty point spread. I know that we would have covered it in, in Pete. Last two games, ten much. straight covers. But we also haven't had a spread nowhere near this high. When's the last time we had a? When was the last time we were twenty point favorites in any game? I mean, we were relatively high favorites against BC, and we won by twenty eight. But we weren't twenty point favorites in that game. I think we were like twelve, weren't we? I think, I think it was somewhere around fourteen. Yeah, when, I mean, I mean, it's probably been a long time since we were short of a Murray State game. Yeah, Murray we, State, we were like forty. Yeah, I mean, favorites. those. I'm not counting those, obviously. But I mean, it's been a while since we were we were. Especially an ACC game, a twenty-point favorite. You, you, I mean, I can't think of it. It's. Yeah. I'm sure there had been one in the sad era. There had to have been one, but I just don't know when it would have been. We probably lost. <laughs> we probably. I can't. I, I'm gonna bet we didn't cover. <laughs> um, we need we need Kelly Dick on this one. When is the last time we were a conference twenty-point favorite? We were a fourteen-point favorite in that Boston College game. Okay. I think. I mean, the Duke game. Duke was terrible a few years Talking ago. Talking about the 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 sixty three twenty two game, yeah, yeah, that's that's possible. Yeah, we could have been. It was on the road. It was on the road, but still, twenty points could have been a possibility at that point. Um, let me see what we were. The spread for that game was Louisville by by twenty. Okay, exactly. Right, well, that, that one. I'm guessing that's probably the most recent. Yeah, that would have to be. And then there, but they are few and far between. I'm sure. At least since we joined the ACC. Texture says. Trevor, you realize Walgreens is way more expensive than any other convenience store. Is that just the closest thing to your house? I mean, for God's sake, man, I'm sure you could even door dash that for cheaper. Well, I've been to Walgreens. You, yeah, you've dropped Walgreens already. Now you, I know because Walgreens know. is is overpriced for sure. It is, but Bob, it's so close to our house. So yeah, and the one you go to is the one I used to live by too, off of Norburn. That I'm assuming you, you yeah, go to. Yeah, Shelby Road. Um, I went to that, I went to that one a lot as well. Um, I guess, yeah, I just don't, I mean, the, I go to the one now in Westport and Hurstburn more often than not. It's just, yeah, it's convenient. I mean, that's, that's the whole point of it being a convenient store though, right? I mean, I went there today because I needed, I hate dealing a, a with very, Kroger's. I mean, I needed a very specific medicine for Virginia and like, yeah, is it, is it $3 cheaper at Target? Sure. But Target's like so much bigger. It's so much more walking and it's so yeah. much farther away. I was like, you know what? I, it's worth the $3 for me just for the convenience. That's it. that's what you're paying for, and that's what, no, more often than that's what I do, too. Yeah, I just, if I just want some, you know, I just got the munchies, and I want some, you know, some ice cream and some Oreos and some, some soda, I just go to Walgreens. Texas, I listened to your pod from yesterday this morning, and you all said the exact same thing Dinner did about the practice, the team not practicing the lob. <laughs> that being a drill we practice makes KP look even worse, in my opinion. No wonder we're so bad at rebounding. That's a horrendous drill. Clown move for them to call out the media. We could, I mean, we definitely could have been in that video because we. I mean, like, oh yeah, I didn't hear Drew's show yesterday where he, I guess he was saying the same thing. But when I heard them, when I heard that quote by Kenny Payne, yeah, I, I called B. I was like, "There's no way we actually practice that." And they, like, they don't practice that exact the sad thing. Part is, we do practice it, yeah, but yeah. we do practice a, a drill where off of misses, we're we're tipping the ball up for an alley oop dunk. So 
I'm just curious. Egg I on mean, our face when you bit. when if it's off a miss, wouldn't you just want to practice putting it back in yourself? It's a weird thing to practice after Kentucky Wesleyan out rebounded you by 14. <laughs> it's like maybe just practice grabbing the ball and coming down with it and scoring. But we're covering, we're covering all of our our bases, I guess. Maybe should cover the more, more important ones first, but who knows? Texas, did you ask Trevor about the governor's race yet? I did. He knew. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's this is that person's first text since February. They're just they were that curious to see if you knew who wow. won the governor's race. Uh, he he knew, but only because he went to Facebook and saw that his Republican friends were mad. That's <laughs> and then when he went to Twitter and saw like people were like, "Good disaster in Kentucky and." Get to- the Kentucky shocker. I'm like, what? Is that a position? What is that? And I click on it. I'm like, oh, man. Talking about how Brashear shocked the world. And then you, of course, tweeted the uh, the greatest political video of all time. The, the Bevan. Woman. Oh, my God. The Bevan woman. We we would play that on the. Uh, it's the I mean, best. Before, when we were on KRS, when I was on KRC, that was on one of our sound drops. Like, we just, somebody be excited about something. I'd play her doing, woo. The best part about the whole thing is, yeah, so. Everyone's is tweeting out that uh, that Bashir has won. Like it's being called by a bunch of statewide services, and this woman just storms up there and she's like, "Matt Bevan just won!" And like, yeah. like a lot of people are cheering, but they also like they're like, "Wait, what? Like how?" Her going woohoo is the best. Like, or her just jumping up and yeah. down, and then they cut her mic off, and she's just like rambling a bunch of nonsense. Which <laughs> she got arrested uh, a couple months later for driving around a courthouse and just honking her horn consistently. Like she's. <laughs> This is going to shock you. Like, probably not a stable person, it sounds like. I could have guessed that. She said that she believed that she, 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 God had told her that Matt Bevan won, and that when she went up there, she believed what she was saying, that Bevan had won because God had told her. Does when he, when he text her? <laughs> she did later say in the same interview that her, uh, her, her favorite football team is the Clemson Tigers, and she, no, she didn't. I'm just joking. <laughs> she she built her political career on God's name, image, and likeness. Texture says, if Louisville loses to Coppin State, I may have to take a year off from college basketball unless there's a midseason coaching change. Thank God for football keeping us happy and smiling, kind of like seeing an Allen electrical truck <laughs> in a neighbor's driveway. <laughs> it does make me smile. It does, because I know he's getting the best. It uh <laughs> makes me smile, because I know he's getting the best. I, I couldn't take a year off. I I, I understand your reasoning, Texture. I, I, me personally, I can't. What it, what it bothers me though is this, and I noticed this last year of me is, it did kill my like, like I watched us play, and it did it made me want to watch like the rest of the world of college basketball less though. Well, that's what year. that's what Texture's saying. Okay, well, I just meant like okay, I thought he meant from Louisville in general, but all right, yeah, I'm I would I mean I'm gonna keep I'm gonna watch Louisville play every game this year because you know I want to and right. I need to, but yeah, last year I did feel like I watched less national college basketball because it just makes me sad it changes it a little it for ma- me but, it I, makes but it I can't hard. i can't quit the sport like no, I, no no i can't quit. i came no. into this year because i've got such diminished expectations i came in thinking like i'm not like i'm not going to consume as much and then the game start and, and like the last two nights i'm like i can't i can't stop it. no i mean last night I, I it was kind of a white noise game a little bit for me in the background but i didn't you know i had baylor and 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 uh Auburn, Auburn, thank you. Going to bring part Auburn on on the TV for the most part of the game, but I just I don't know. I just just you know. I mean, as I'm watching, even when I'm watching, you know, me, you look, you're far from alone. I know. I'm thinking like this is like like why can't we do some of this? I, I mean, last it, it year hurts. that was a comment. I mean, we talked about it on the show yeah. a lot. A lot of people were saying, I just feel sort of 
apathetic towards college basketball when Louisville's not even you know, forget about not being really good, but just not even remotely part of the conversation, at least any conversation we want to be a part of. And and I get that. Like I don't necessarily feel the same just because I don't like I, I'm a nut job for college hoops, but I understand. Like yeah. I, if, like I mean, my friends are like I'm just not into college basketball this year because we're so bad and I'm so upset about it. And I totally get that. I think that you all are in the majority, for sure. Texture says, um, Brian Hudson's wife, two people say Brian Hudson's wife was in the video. She was the waitress. Good for Brian. Just cute. I didn't realize Brian Hudson was married. I didn't either. I mean, I guess I couldn't be shocked. He is like a six-year senior, right? I mean. Yeah, he's older. He's in his, and people do get young, married younger. I don't, not my cup of tea, but I think you should wait till at least closer to 30. But yeah. I saw that hit the call button for me. Okay. But yeah, uh, props to, to Brian. I mean, I'm now I'm now I'm a fan for you for more than one reason. It's just on the field. All right. I saw that <laughs> one of the other linemen who, the, one of the linemen who went to Cincinnati, got engaged recently. I'm like, oh, just oh, linemen, just you know, just that dead set on getting settled down at 23. Yeah, why do that when you can be Jason Kelsey and be one of the most sexiest men in America? You could be dating the next Taylor Swift in you, ten years. You, well, not that's Travis. You saw oh, what, that's right. Jason's up for people's sexiest man in the in the, in the universe or whatever. Well, he didn't get it because they announced today it's Patrick Dempsey. Who's like fifty? Patrick Dempsey's won it like thirty years in a row. He'd never won it before. No, there's no way. Didn't he win it when he was like Doctor McDreamy or whatever? No, they said he'd always been like close, but he's no, he'd never won it before. This so, is like him winning the what's the what's the soap opera woman who never could never uh, Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci. This, this, this is a Susan right. Lucci moment. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, nah, I didn't like. And what's weird is I saw I didn't at least know who all the people were on the list. I didn't see Patrick Dempsey's name on the list. I didn't actually see the list. I didn't. I honestly didn't know that they had like finalists. I just always like see it pop up on Twitter where it's like, hey, no, the Matt list, Damon is sexiest man. Yeah, it was like it was like it was it was Usher and Jason Kelsey and um, there was only one name I didn't recognize. But I mean, but I didn't see. I know Patrick Dempsey. I mean, it's like you can't you can't buy me love. I know the I know the movie. Matt Dennison. Matt Dennison might have been there, but Jason Kelsey being on there is just awesome. I was, that made me happy. He should have won. What if it was like a really obscure former Louisville player that was just on that list? It's like Elijah Justice. Uh, Eric Watts. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> He's up for people's sexiest man of the year? What was the name of Eric Watts' tag team partner that was used to play? Oh, man, I can't remember now. Because Eric Watts wasn't the only former Louisville player in wrestling. He is, our tight end on that team was also his tag team partner. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Remember one of the times I was like, Chad Grady. Fortune? No, what's the, I don't think that was his name. That's what it's. Oh, I just Googled it. That's what I see. Is that what it says? Yeah. That, that might have been his wrestling name. I can't remember his real name, though. What, uh, what the real, that had to have been, because I think that, I don't think that was his real name, was it? In 1995, Watts followed his father to WWF. In yeah. the WWF, Watts was renamed Troy, and together with Chad Fortune as Travis, oh, yep. they formed Techno Team 2000. Techno Team 2000 was his name. Yeah, it was Chad Fortune was his real name. You're right. Okay. What he, I mean, here he had a wrestling name. He did. He played football uh, at Louisville from yep. 19, he was undrafted in 1990. I, knew, I, I didn't know that. I didn't I know didn't about Fortune until much later, but I knew. I always knew about Eric Watts when it happened because. He was a Philadelphia Eagle in 1991, Trevor. He was a horrible wrestler. His his dad was Bill Watts, who was very famous we booker. Pile on. We don't need to talk about his his. The, he was he made it. He's WWF and he's a former Cardinal. No. That's all you need to know. He made it, yeah, because of Bill. He made it. He made it. He made it. Because I remember talking to Greg. Greg was teammates with him. And he told me he got to meet Bill Watts. I was jealous a little bit. Speaking of of making it, and making it again. I saw yesterday Jaron Christian got signed to the active roster for the Cleveland Browns. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, love Jaron. He's a, he's a beast here. He's a good solid. Uh, not a guy that's no normal everyday starter for you in the NFL, but he's a good solid backup tackle, I think. Rotating guy. Texas, I know we aren't talking about it, but 
would you rather win the UK game or win the ACC championship? We have this questions come up before. I want both. Well, I mean, obviously, I want I want to win every game, I want, Trev. <laughs> I want it all, and I want it now. If you had to pick one, I mean, I'm I'm probably picking the ACC title. As much as it would hurt to lose to UK, ACC title guarantees that you're going to the Orange Bowl. You're also upsetting a Florida State team that probably is going to be 12 and 0 and playing for a playoff berth. Uh, and winning, I mean, we've never we haven't won this conference since we've been here. We haven't even had a chance to play for the conference championship. Uh, it would suck losing the UK and having to hear about it. I think winning the conference championship, bigger picture, is a, a bigger deal for the program. Personally, it's a little. I lean slightly UK. I don't hate you for it's it. A personal I don't. I, don't I, I trust me. I don't hate you for it. But if you actually had me answer, I would say AC championship for this reason. This reason mainly only is that opportunities like this, you don't know if they're going to be coming around. How much often they are. I think we're having a great year, and I think Brom's going to be awesome here, and I think we're going to have you know spectacular seasons going forward. But weird things happen. And, you know, you get one loss and you may be not playing in a championship, another AC championship game. When that window is open and you can play for an AC championship, take it as we can this year. There's no offense. I, I, I hate losing UK. We play UK every year and that's a guarantee. Agreed. I mean, I think for all those – and the opportunity, you know, you play FSU and if you beat them, like that's awesome. It's one of the biggest wins in program history. And then you get a chance to to notch one of the other biggest pro wins in program history because you're going to probably play like Alabama or Michigan or Ohio yeah. State or somebody in the Orange and, Bowl. And if you're saying beat, I'd rather beat UK because we'll be back in the time. You don't. I'm, as much as I love Brom, you don't know that. You don't know how things are going to unfold. Maybe Clemson gets three great recruits next year and they boom back. I mean, who knows? The other thing to, to further your point about how it for us it's a difficult decision because the UK game has been so painful for us in recent years and we have to hear from them twelve months out of the year. The thing, like, like for the the direction of the program, nationally, if we were to win the conference championship, and then to beat like Michigan in the Orange Bowl, the number of people nationally that would remember that who would have no idea that we lost to Kentucky is very large. Like everyone around here will remember that we lost to Kentucky. So many people, because that game gets lost in the shuffle in that week anyway. Because you've got, God, yeah, it just made you, you are have... really bad today. You okay? <coughs> okay, give me a knock when you're ready. All right. Good man, we got. Do you need some water? Or something the, the tickle is terrible. <laughs> tickle in the throat. It feels terrible. But you've got Michigan, Ohio State that weekend. Yeah. You've got South yeah. Carolina, Clemson that weekend. You've got which doesn't mean as much this year. Well, you got the Egg Bowl you got too. Florida, State, Florida, the Egg Bowl. You, you've got the Thanksgiving. You got the Iron Bowl. Like you've got all those yeah. games happening. Like the Louisville, Kentucky result always ends up getting overshadowed. And if we lost to UK this year, like some people nationally would would kind of remember that, especially with us being. You know, theoretically, like number eight, number nine in the CFP rankings, whatever we'd be. But more people will remember that we beat Florida State. More people will remember that we they played in the Orange Bowl. Like It's better for the program to have that experience, but it would definitely suck for us. No question. I agree. Texas says, I was with Trevor on the Braum passing rushes per game. Mike said percentages originally, and it didn't make sense. Well, sorry, if I did that, my apologies. Yeah, Mike, it's all your fault, buddy. Is that me? I'm sorry. Hands up. My fault. Is your hand really up? I can't tell. It is. Well, now it is. I just put it we there. get the camera on here. YouTube cameras next week. You, next, do you want me to set up these cameras? Do you want to look at me during the show? I just It doesn't bother me. Well, you don't know how to do it either. I know how to do it. No, you don't. We, but we, I'm we never already gonna, established that. But I'm never going to be looking at you because I, I... Send me the code for today, then. See, I, well, okay. You have no idea how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I do. You have no idea even what I'm talking about. I... Oh, watch this. I'm going to... What's the code for today? Uh, what what is today's color? 
Let's see, join with a code. I don't have a code here. Give me the new meeting. Start now. The code is. I'm gonna put this online, and everybody can go. Everybody can go on here and look at. It. It's not giving me a code. Okay. Plus a lot. Yeah, there I am. You just got yourself up on the webcam. Yeah. Now I don't know how to send you a code, though. I don't know how to do that. Okay. We're not. We're not doing this. Okay. Uh, on that note. We can close out hour number two. We'll hear more from you guys on the Thornton Sexton. i got a couple other stories that I want to get into to start hour number three. Keep it locked right here. The Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show continues next here on 1450, 96.1, and streaming everywhere on the Big X. Sports Radio, Big X Sports. This is full of questions that don't have any answers. The midnight glances and the topless dancers. The candor freaks, cars packed with speakers. The cheese with the 40s and the chicks with beepers. The northern lights in the southern comfort. And it don't even matter if the veins are punctured. All the crackheads, the critics, the cynics, and all my heroes at the methadone clinic. Here's the 5 o'clock hour. I'm shocked that you have this on your, like, Spotify playlist. I love some of wrong verse. Completely butchered that. What an embarrassing moment on the show. Yeah, because that's it. Here we go. Is Chris Mack producing the show today? This gets me pumped. I wish that we didn't need to do cameras for this. I almost lost my headset headbanging there. I mean, I can't even see you now anymore, which sucks. I love that you still do it, though. It's not just for me. I just, literally, I, am just, I don't care if anybody is watching. I'm, I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance. It's all for you. It's all for you, Damien. Welcome in 5 o'clock hour here at the Mike Rutherford Show, 1450-961. The Big X Wednesday edition. We're getting closer and closer to kickoff between Louisville and Virginia. Tomorrow's show will be heavily focused on the glow game. I mean, you're not going to the game. No, I would, I would, I've, you're I've, not going, though, either. I would love to go to the Glow game. I can't with Mary being out of town and having the two kids, which sucks. I, I, I'm still excited about the kind of the Glow elements. I, I still, like, there's a part of me that I, I don't know. I'm still pumped. Yeah, I mean, but, like, pumped isn't, like, for the game. You should be, right? No, not just for the game, but for, like, the the accoutrement. Like, I, I wanna, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear how it goes. I want to, you know, it's hopefully it can become, hurt. like, a, a yearly thing. And maybe you can just get like super stoned and just go and, and like chart your experience. I, that that would be a great show. Like you go to the game, you get super high, you like, write down all the thoughts you have throughout the game, and then we read those thoughts back the next day. I don't think we need a Thursday glow game for that. <laughs> the thing is, though, it wouldn't be anything about the game. It'd be like quarter two, eight oh three p.m. Nachos. I wonder if that that delivery girl that came to my house four weeks ago. And which is like, it would just be something about that. Like, <laughs> I think she put something in my milkshake. I didn't know. It tasted weird. And we're like, by the way, cards are up 21 nothing. That would be your report. That would be your diary. <laughs> what was your thoughts in the second quarter? I started wondering, if Pinocchio was a Coke addict and lied about it, would that make things worse? <laughs> <laughs> 
Has a president ever been born in Kentucky? <laughs> we're in the middle of the game. We're, we're, it's 14 to 10. What are your thoughts? That was pretty much it. <laughs> what was the name of that character from Mannequin? What was, was, the name of the, was the name of the guy that was in Designing Women and in Mannequin? That would be your whole thing. Uh, tonight, if you're looking for some Cardinal sports to get you ready for the big weekend ahead, you got we, we got something for you. 8 o'clock, ACC Network, the UofL men's soccer team, which has recently been named the NCAA Team of the Week. Is going to be playing in the decade. Is going to be playing in the ACC tournament semifinals against Clemson. Uh, they're on the road because they are. They've been the lower seed this whole tournament. They're the nine seed. They knocked off number eight Pitt. They knocked off the number yeah. one seed Notre Dame in the quarterfinals. Yeah. And now they're taking on. I think Clemson is the sixth seed. Yeah. So cards looking for you know. I think they probably solidified their spot in the NCAA tournament with the win over Notre Dame. But why leave anything to doubt? Go ahead and win a conference championship. Two more wins. If they do win this game, they'll play for the conference title on Sunday, which I believe is a 3 p.m. start. Don't 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 write that down. I think it's I think that's right. It's early afternoon. Which game? The the ACC tournament championship. Oh, game okay, okay, yeah. Would yeah. be on Sunday. Gotcha. So, look, cheer on John Michael Hayden and the boys tonight. Let's get a victory. It's always good to beat Clemson. It's especially good to beat Clemson on the road. Let's get it done. Go Cards. A uh, little, little, little uh, baseball news for you. What you the, got? The Angels have now announced that they are hiring Ron Washington as manager. I saw him trending. That's a good move, by. I think it's a good hire, by the way. I think he's. I, I think he's a good coach. I do Man. too. I know he had some off the field or whatever issues that kind of maybe led to his Texas departure, but which maybe those those issues probably aren't good to be coaching in L.A. But I almost brought it up. <laughs> like, I almost brought it up last hour because my trend, my what's happening? It was Ron Washington right above Trump to Hitler, and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like that's a that's a tough break for Ron Washington right there. I did click on that one. Apparently, Hillary compared Trump to Hitler at some point. Why, why, why do we always have to just break I, I into it? I don't know. There's an extremist to it that you have to compare him to like the most extreme things. It's ridiculous. Yesterday, my thing was like, it was like Cameron murders Rich Rodriguez. I was like, this is going to hurt his campaign. <laughs> this, this is a terrible, this is an 11th hour bombshell on election day. And of course, the big trending thing today for us, uh, for you young gamers out there, GT, GT, uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 is supposed to be Ooh. announced, a, a release date is supposed to be announced this this week, I believe. At some point this week, and they're going to announce a trailer. They're going to actually release a trailer. Probably been 15 years uh, for the uh, trailer for it. Will come out probably this weekend. That's what they're, they're saying. I've only played one Grand Theft Auto game. It was my my senior year of high school because I, I only played sports games growing up. I did too, and I'm with you. I went, I, didn't, I, I didn't play GTA until uh, in GTA Four. No, Vice City. Vice City was the first one. Vice I played. City was the first one I well, played. The only one I played. And then I played. I did play five, and I played San Andreas. So, so I played since. We did this thing like, like I feel like my friends and I like we all got Vice City for Christmas. It was, it was awesome. It, was, it maybe have been like junior year of high school. It was junior or senior year. And so like we all got it and like everybody was playing it. And like three days later, I think we had like an intramural basketball game and we all were talking afterwards. We went out to like eat and we were all talking about Vice City. And I was like, Oh yeah, I was like, I can't get past the part where and my friends were all like, You can't get past that part. Like they're like, I got past that forty five <laughs> minutes into the game and I was like, Well, I don't want to play this game if I'm not going to be good at it. So I think that that ruined my love of Vice City right there. Nothing, after, after that, I just drove around and listened to the radio for like 40 minutes, which was always fun to do too. Uh, the, well, the weird thing about playing Grand Theft Auto is like if you go on like a binge of Grand Theft Auto and you like go to actually leave the house, it's just an adjustment period. Like you like, get in the car and you just like you like feel like you're still in the game. Like, you just want to drop to somebody and like get out and pull them out and beat them up and take their car. It's like when you drive after riding go karts. Yeah, it's just like, I always would feel so. I, mean, I just want to like wreck somebody right like, when I get out there. Like if I'm if I've been on like a good six hour GTA uh, binge, like it's like and I'm like oh I gotta go run there or something. I go get the car. It's, it's weird to drive. It just feels weird. I'm like I can't do this. I gotta I gotta take a break. I can see that. <laughs> 
That's fine. I still play GTA Five on occasion. It's still, on my, I, when I got my PS Five or whatever the newest PS is, I have. Uh, that's one of the first games I downloaded was Grand Theft Auto. I, I after that, I never played another like non sports game again. That's it. I was done. It's the only one I do. It and uh, Red Dead, which is a Western version of it, uh, are the only nons I do play non sports. Did you see today that uh, Michael Bush has been named to the? He's going to be the 2023 ACC Honors Class. It's always funny when they I think do this. They announced that last week, didn't they? No. Oh, I, I saw it last week. I guess the honors it. class came out yesterday, last night. They announced the the players. It's going to be Michael Bush, the Louisville representative. I always think it's funny because none of these guys actually played in the ACC. That's a good point. <laughs> I feel like they should need to limit it to the only the ACC era, which would be kind of funny because then it would be like Jordan Wara, ACC legend, and then you'd have to get like really be like Darius Perry, <laughs> ACC legend. So if Duke's do, Duke's doing like Danny Ferry or, or Jay Billis, and we're like, here's. <laughs> You know. Jeff Hall, <laughs> uh, you know Will Gardner, ACC Louisville legend, uh, is, is going to be inducted into the Hall of Honor this year. But congrats to Michael Bush. Certainly, he deserves it. He he was he was amazing. I mean, it's not like we don't have players in the ACC era that we could don't we could we could put out there. A few, but then you know, if you have to, you have to do one I mean, we every are, single year, you're going to get a little bit limited. Yeah, I mean, most of them are just going to start coming off the 116 team or something. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you, you, know, you could. You're just naming players off that roster. You'd have Lamar. You'd have Jair. You'd have Malik like, would be able to get on. I think Malik's. Deserved, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah. But then you dip into guys that, like you, the school itself wouldn't even be honored. It's like Jalen Smith is on the the ACC Hall of Honor. It's like, well, I mean, Jalen Jalen Smith was good here, but he's yeah. not going to earn any sort of Louisville lifetime honor. He's just not going to. I thought this was cool. CL Brown, who you know, is a columnist for the Courier Journal now, yep. he was writing about how statistically this U of L defense, which has been carrying the load for this this football team basically since the middle part of the year, is maybe the best that Louisville's had over the last three decades statistically. I thought this this portion of his column was especially poignant. He said U of L's defense doesn't have any player who ranks among the top 100 on the big board of Pro Football Focus's 2024 NFL draft prospects. The cards are just fine without a dominant player. They rank second nationally behind only Michigan in fewest number of opponent red zone attempts with 15. They're sixth nationally in opponent third down conversions, allowing first downs just 28.2% of the time. They lead the ACC and are seventh nationally in run defense, giving up 88.8 yards per game. And they rank in the top 15 nationally in total defense and scoring defense. Louisville's allowing just 282.2 yards per game. If that stands for the remaining three games, it would mark only the third time in program history since 1990 that UofL kept opponents below 300 total yards per game. The Cardinal defense hasn't allowed a touchdown in three home games. They've been so dominant that they have made Jeff Brom's coin flip strategy easier. He <laughs> believes deferring to the second half is an advantage, especially when the defense can get a stop on the opponent's first drive. All of the defenses that we've talked about, when you talk about this team compared to you know 2013, 2012, 06, a lot of those came. I feel, like, I feel like 95 didn't get enough credit either. I think that was a really good defense. Okay. okay. I don't really remember. But. Well, I mean, it was good enough to Ron Cooper went 7-4. and four. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's why you, you don't remember it. It's like it was a independent. It was the last of the Snowberger guys. Sam Madison, Johnny Frost, Alan Campo. That was the group, yeah. I have to look it up. I mean, we – I mean, I'm looking at the stats. I mean, they, they didn't give up a lot of points for sure. No, it was – They a gave good, 30 yeah. to Michigan State. I, yeah, but I think they gave them. They were eighth in the country in total points points per game. I mean, the, the competition there is, is bad. I know, though I know it is. Yeah, I, know. I mean, you, you, no ranked teams on the schedule. I think they had two shutouts that year, which probably helped. Wyoming beat us twenty-seven twenty. Did we lose twenty-seven twenty that year? The Wyoming have been yeah. surprised me. I guess. They had one shutout. It was the they, oh, they, had two, they beat I'm Maryland sorry. thirty-one. No, you're, you're right. They beat Northeast Louisiana thirty-nine nothing. God, these attendance numbers are so sad. 
<laughs> Senior day against North Texas. We won 57-14 in front of 25,212 strong. <laughs> That's not great. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it was it was one of the, it was one of the better and last of the Snowburger defenses that was real good. Plus, I'm a Sam Madison fan. Sure, but yeah. talent there, no no question. But the cool thing about this year's defense is, unlike I think most of the dominant defenses we've had in the past, this has been a big surprise. You know, you had oh some, yeah, you you had the whole the defense played so well last year, but how many leftovers? Like the guys who were the most instrumental in that defense being so good, you'd probably say Yasir Abdullah, Yaya Diaby. They all moved the on. NFL, yeah, I mean, Ashton Delade was good, but he was not in a quite in the starring role that he's been in this year. And then you, you know you lose you know, Keechel Clark it was your, your your best defensive back for uh, a, a lot of the year. People thought he was the dominant secondary player. You don't have him. You have to dip heavily into the transfer portal at both you know uh, safety and corner. You you bring in Stephen Heron as well to play outside linebacker, defensive end. We just had a lot of guys step up and be way, way better than we thought they were going to be, which is always the most pleasant surprise. Like, who would have thought that that Mason Ryger would be this good? That no, Ramon, no. Ramon Perrier would be this good? That Jalen Alderman would be this good? That you know, Watts would be would be this good? Like, like all these guys, it was just development. And I think we were worried about Ron English in the system. Like, this has been so fun to watch the defense lead the way this year. They, they've been incredible. I mean, Ryger had more sacks on the. On Joe Alton, he did all last season. Yeah, and blue, and like that wasn't a fluke either. He ran right through him. Yeah, just destroyed him. That's a former walk on. It doing is three that. years before, well, two years, I guess, because he retrospectively he had two sacks until he's got four this year. He's been great. And he's been a he's a he's a beast out there. He, I mean, he's been again former walk on. Ruan yeah. Perrier was a former walk on. Like, but I mean, you mentioned Gelati's been a beast. I mean, TJ Quinn is the guy. I have to mention him. He's our leading tackle. He's been great. The defensive tackles, which the the big boys in the middle, your Lola, your tails, those are the reason why those guys is you know playing that Ted Washington role of you know we're gonna eat up blocks, we're gonna eat up you know two guys apiece because of our size, and we're gonna let our playmakers go one on one and make plays, and that's yeah. what that's what we've been able to do. And I mean, I, I know we blitz. I mean, we and we do a lot of it. I mean, we it's kind of I don't want to say. You can say we blitz all the time, but they run at three four, so it's kind of technically you are blitzing at some point. Weirdly enough, every play, I guess in a way, but I mean we don't really send a, we don't send six guys. No, no, we're sending usually four. You know, which is not a, a blitz, but you know, out of a three four, it can be considered. Um, but we're sending usually three. You know, four guys on a normal basis, if not three, and we're getting pressure. And that's a huge thing for your secondary. I mean, it's 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 a, it's been a big plus. That's what Braum was saying after the what Jeff was saying after the the Virginia Tech game is talking about coaching better and keeping things simple. He's like everyone looks at the offense and says, you know, you're throwing it less, you're running it more, you're not taking as many shots downfield and doing things that could lead to turnovers. He's like, we've been pretty vanilla on defense as well because we're getting home with just our our base package. Like yeah. like we're bringing four guys, Ashton Gelati. Like he he does. Like, he always gets there first. It's kind of a jailbreak situation where he just he's getting in the backfield as fast as he can just to make the opposing quarterback uncomfortable, get him out of the pocket, and, and then he knows that somebody's going to be there to clean it up, whether it's one of the linebackers or another one of the offensive linemen. I think the thing that has surprised me most about the defense pleasantly has been the depth. I think you knew that you were going to have like you knew Ashton was going to be good. You knew Destel had been really good last year. Mm-hmm. I think you thought Stephen Heron was going to help out a lot. The, the secondary, you had some really good guys there. But the crazy thing to me is we have subbed a ton up front defensively, and there's been next to no drop-off. Like, like you saw Jared Dawson at the, the first play of the game uh, a couple weeks ago against Duke. 
just destroys his guy playing in Destel's spot and gets back there. Jermaine Lowley, since he's been healthy, he's been fantastic. Jack Ryger, Mason's brother, comes in, plays linebacker a little bit. Some of the younger guys, Toffee Thomas, Stan Quan Clark, when he's been out there, they've done some good things. The secondary, we've had guys hurt. You've had to see uh, Gilbert Frierson go out there and play. Storm Duck has played a ton. Um, Cameron Kelly's probably played more than we thought he was going to before MJ Griffin got hurt at the start of the season. Like, there's been, if you're watching the game and you're not looking at the subs, you don't really see any drop-off. And that's a, a testament to just how much depth we have that I don't think we thought was there at the beginning of the season. I agree, yeah. Ben Perry, a guy who has to get mentioned, he's been terrific as well. Like, this defense has just been has been awesome. I think the real test will be when they play a Kentucky team and a Miami team. Miami has a lot of talent. Like, Miami can put up points on you if you're not fully focused. I, I'm curious to see how they do in that game. And on the road, they, they haven't been as good on the road as they have been at home. But UK, we've seen and it's been talked about, Lord knows it's been talked about ad nauseum on, on every radio show. <laughs> About how much better they've been in the trenches than us. Yes. You know, they they you know they recruited the four and the five star defensive linemen they and offensive dominate linemen. Dominate our line, offensive defense. That's yeah. why the, you know they haven't just beaten us. They've kicked our ass the last four times. I'm curious in that game because they're you know the, the UK fans that are still feeling very confident about the Louisville game. It's like cool, you're beating a bunch of ACC teams and a Notre Dame team that you made your Super Bowl. We have three losses, but we're still playing in the SEC. We still can just kick your ass in the trenches. Like I'm, I'm curious to see how we hold up in that I'll game and it. just how far we've gone. That big blue wall's got more cracks in it than a levee in New Orleans. I mean, I, I'm like, I do think just watching the two teams play, I, I'm like, I think physically we're sort of like we used to be. Like we should be. We have no problem you know, competing with them in the trenches, but. I need to see it. Like I, I need to see it. Like I, I want to make sure that it's not just the level of competition, and that we really are just as stout as we think we are. Because that would be disappointing if they went out there and just ran it all over us for four quarters again. That would be very disheartening. But good read by C.L. Brown on the Courier Journal. Check it out today. Uh, the defense deserves all the love they're getting right now. They've been incredible. I mean, we've we've won our we, since we've worn the. I saw uh, my guy Alan Thomas said since we've won worn those Heisman bird helmets. We're outscoring opponents 103 to three. I think is the number. Like, like we're we're just nobody's scoring on us. The defense is incredible. That they're they're so good. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. We'll take some texts here and then we'll uh, uh, turn things over to the next segment. And get ready for tonight. There's not a whole lot going, What's on. going on. I mean, other we got AW tonight. AW, you're excited for that. A there's bit, yeah. a little college basketball going on, but not much. I think there's some. There's got to be a MAC game, right? There's college football match, and I think was last night. I think tonight I is MAC the, was every night of the week. Well, I think CUSA is tonight. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think okay. that's what we've got, and I could be wrong. Uh, tonight we've got uh, – oh, no, it is, it is more Mac action. It is Mac action. Three okay. more Mac games tonight. Dude, who, we, we picked a game last night. We picked uh, – I think we both picked – Buffalo, who won the game? Oh, they won straight up? We picked Buffalo. We picked I think, to cover. I picked them win and cover. You picked them win but not cover, I think, or something like that. You, I, I, went, I went win and cover with somebody, and then you went win and not cover with somebody. Um. Buffalo, no, Buffalo did not win. Buffalo. They didn't. No, they lost twenty to ten. They, they were the favorite too, I think. No, they were underdogs. They were underdogs. I took them to. I took them to lose, but cover. That's probably what it was. Seven then, and yeah. a half. They and did I, not. And I they, picked them to win straight up. So we both were wrong. <laughs> well, shocking. Stay tuned for our maxion right. picks coming up next. Oh season. no, you want to fade my maxion? I am no. No one is. 
No one is anti- is as worse at the Mac than I am. Lower level college football has not been your your bag this it's year. It's a weekday. No, it is not, man. It is not, not, not. I do also want to say, since we're we're twenty four hours out from it now, tomorrow if you are going to the game, I know it's a little bit tough on weeknights for a lot of people, but if you are somehow able to get out there early, Card March is going to be at five o'clock. Five o'clock. The team loves it when they see you. The team, you know, nice little boost. It's been, Card March has been great this season. So if you are able to get out there and start tailgating at three or four or just in the area. Card March five o'clock. Make sure you make it over and support the team because it's a it's it's not going to be as good as it is on, on a Saturday afternoon. But no, whatever, it's it's hopefully it will still be solid turnout. I, I get that it's tough to make it there when you got work, but try your best and then listen to us. Call on sick on, on the radio show. Speaking of, we didn't mention yesterday that we found out the game time for the Miami game noon kickoff on either. We talked about it. We did. Yeah, because you brought. We both agreed that we liked the fact it helps our odds being a day game instead of an, an, an afternoon slash night game. Yeah, maybe we did, but it's going to be on either ABC or ESPN. Oh, we that we didn't talk about that. Yeah, we won't find <laughs> out. They're, they're doing the whole six day hold. They're going to find out if it's our game or the Clemson game is going to get the ABC treatment. But it will be a noon kickoff. We like that on, on the road. It's, I'm okay it's a good with thing. It. Yeah. And then next Monday we'll find out what time the UK game is going. Now, to granted, be. I'll probably have to you know record it and wake up at halftime and then start watching it. But I'll take. I'm willing to fall on the sword for that. Can you not get up like? I'm using the word early very loosely here. Can you not get up early for a Jeff Brom team that would be 9-1? and one? Okay, First of all, early or not, it's still in the a.m. technically. It's, no, it, that's, it's not at all. Well, to wake up by noon, noon is p.m. I want to be up at 11.59. That's a.m. Letters matter, Mike. <laughs> just get up before the game. I, just, oh, I am up for the game. I it's just, noon. Here's the problem, though, is like I, if I wake up at like 11 or something, I'm just going to be kind of groggy. I'm not going to be able to pay attention. Oh, my God. I want to be able to like be in my, my full perfect mode. I'm an enigma, Mike. You're a 43-year-old man. I'm an enigma. Get up for a noon game. <laughs> Texture says. You can barely get up for a nooner. <laughs> Texture says, are there any injury updates for the football team? Not that I've heard it this week. Like the, 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 the buzz was got to my table on, I guess, the – was it Thursday? It was it was a couple days before the game, but I've not heard anything this year. I, I, I would assume that the situation with Jawar is the same. I would be. Would you be? Uh, you be. We both kind of expect Jawar maybe not to play. I have no idea, honestly. Like I think that it's a situation where I mean, all we heard the week before the the pit game was he's not going to play. He's not going to play. He's not going to play. And then he goes out there and he starts and he gives it a go. I think he's probably going to try to give it a go. Like I, I think he'll. I say Jawar. I meant Jamari. I'm sorry. Oh, Jamari. Yeah. Jamari, I think, is less likely to play. My bad. I, I, meant, I meant Jamari when I said that. Jawar, I agree with you, yes. I think he might may not play as much, but he'll, he'll give it a go. But, yeah. Like, Brian Hudson's going to play because I, I think Brian Hudson, like Jeff said, it, it, he could have half his leg not work. And he's gonna well, we already know that. We've seen the video. He's at the game. Yeah. He, he, well, yeah. He's, he's, there, he's, there, he's, he's, there. Already, he's, he's been in his uniform for the last two days. <laughs> yeah, he's been there waiting with his eyes going green. <laughs> he'll play. Willie Tyler, I don't think there'll be any issue there. But as far as, like, new injuries, no. I haven't heard anything that's out there. I, I, Jamari... You expect you expect as I don't you don't, I mean I guess he could play but we're not expecting him to play. I I, I still have him on my bench, my fantasy team. I'll tell you that. Much. I, mean, I do think that he had a minor surgery last week. Okay, I mean it's but he did practice after it. Like so he he, he practiced. He went through stuff. I'm not trying to rush him back though, unless I mean I hate to get me in a situation like well we you know we're it's fourth quarter and we're like we could really need him right now. I mean we shouldn't have to need him. The fact that that Virginia is so bad against the run. We shouldn't, yeah. And we're playing two teams coming up in the last two weeks, and we do get a couple extra days of rest with this week. 
uh, with Miami and UK looming, like I think it's a game where if you can get by without playing Jamari, you just don't you don't play Jamari. I mean, we the passing game worked fine against uh, Virginia Tech without him, and I think that we'll have a similar game plan in this game where it's run, 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 hit him with a couple passes. And we had guys step up and who got open and made plays. I, I think that you kind of go with that same mentality. I think we should have the weapons. I mean, we haven't even talked about him. You know, Huggins Bruce was yeah. non-existent in that game as well. And I do wonder if Isaac Garendo playing as well as he did last week maybe changes Jeff's thinking about Jawar Jordan. Like, like even if Jawar is like, I'm good enough to go, I want to go, if Jeff is like, you know, we may play you, but it's only going to be for a couple series because – there's not a real big drop off to Isaac Garendo, who looked fantastic in that game, and who easily could have gone for four touchdowns and 180 yards on like 13 carries if that one call had hadn't been made. So I wonder if that changes things up a little bit too. And it's, I mean, we we've shown that not as much to our, but I think with Garendo and 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 Turner, he likes he did, he, they they are they have been used as backfield receivers. Yeah, I mean Maurice especially. I think you like yeah. using him in the string, string game and the, and the the swing pass game. Texas breaking news on the Rutherford Show. Catch Coach Kenny Payne reported to be shoving his square peg into players' round holes. <laughs> You're coughing like me. You made me cough. Sorry. Texter says, Trevor. <laughs> Texter, congratulations. You made me edit the cough button. It was good. Laugh. Yeah. Texas says, Trevor just produced six months worth of Dan and the Dump stories in the span of one evening. Yeah, we did Danny on the podcast. That was a bad thing that's happened to him recently. You had a whole, like, tre- I mean, it Trevor w- in the trenches. It was, man. I just And you say you don't have that bad of nights. I mean, well, I mean, obviously, I mean, like I said, it's my third car accident in, you know, since I was 16, so almost 30 years. But, um, yeah, it, just, it was just not a, you know, not a good night at all, man. It's just everything was – at least, like I said, it ended okay with the good new show, and I'm going to go and watch that tonight, so – you know, hopefully that'll pan out. Watch the show end up sucking the last half of the season. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm looking at all the show. It's just, super weird. It's just so bad. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's gonna be like I'm gonna turn it off because I I I I, I, up went to, I even went to bed watching it like in because they're only thirty minutes, which is making me go through a lot quicker, obviously. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it on like the, the episode six through ten. The last first season's gonna suck probably. Texas, okay, instead of practicing that play, can we maybe use that time practicing guarding against backdoor screens or maybe a high ball screen? What about keeping your hands up when you're guarding a guy on the perimeter? Yeah, I'm fine with practicing like really niche stuff like this, but as long as we're taking care of basic defensive principles and our offensive system, which doesn't seem to be happening. But what are you going to do? There's, I could, I could, God, good Lord. I, I mean, I, I can think of a dozen things that are more productive than doing that drill. Well, what else the game, Trev? Want to know I mean, because of that drill? Yeah, I guess. This is Mike. I know you're uh, you're huge on Asian food. If you're a big ramen guy, you need to go to the ramen house in Mid City Mall. Best ramen in the city, hands down. I've I don't never, know about. I've never been. I can't confirm that. I know that place over in Indiana that I got ramen from was good. Was that again? What was that? Pl- what was that place called? Noodles and Company. No, no, it was uh, uh, Expedio or something. Expedia.com. No. <laughs> Terrible way to travel. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you use the, uh, the 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 booking apps and no, stuff? You no, go straight no, to hotel. No. Yeah, booking apps suck. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I I bounce fifty fifty depending on the situation, but I agree. The booking apps normally do suck, even though I have used them on more than one occasion. What was the name of that damn ramen? You looked that up. We're gonna take our last break here. We'll come back more for you guys at five zero two four one four fourteen fifty, and then a look ahead to the night that will be in the world of sports. The Mike Rutherford Show Wednesday edition here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X. Get in the pit and try to love someone! Ball with the ball, the bank, the bank, the easy, 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 the easy
song about sex. Oh, what a night. You know that? Yeah, like, you said what a night. <laughs> I, went, I, I saw, um, you're not a big musical guy, are you? Are you just being joking? I mean, you surprise me sometimes with like what you like and what you don't like. Hold on, here we go, here we go. I never know. Here's the first part. Oh, I got a funny feeling when she walks in the room. It is about sex. As I recall, it ended much too soon. You weren't buying. Oh, one night. So I saw okay. I saw Jersey Boys, which I didn't like. I, I grew up. I was kind of like you. I was like, I, musicals suck. Like I'm not, I'm not into this at all. I, I'm not much. I, I have seen some musicals. I think Jersey Boys. I can't think of the other guys now though. But Mary, well, so Mary took me like when we first started dating, like like when we were like young. And I was like, I was like, this sucks. And then I was like, this, I hate doing this. I don't know why we're doing this. I was so into it. I'm like, this is incredible. Like <laughs> like when they did that part, like they you know the emphasis. It was just it was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I loved Hamilton when she like she basically has made me go to see these, and there hasn't been one that I haven't enjoyed. Um, Hamilton. I mean, it, if I like the, the, the if I like the music, I can get into. I mean, obviously, the music's I was, great. I thought I, mean, I was going to hate it. I like. I, I remember I was like, I I don't want to do this. She wanted to go for our before we had Virginia. Like it was like kind of like the baby moon thing. We we're gonna go to Chicago. We got tickets. Yeah. And so like I started like a couple weeks before. I was like, I guess I'll listen to the music a little bit. So I can. I mean, if we have to do this, I might as well like get familiar with it. And like the first time I listened through, I was like, "Oh, this is this You're is kind of cool." Jersey Boys or Hamilton? Hamilton, okay. And then I, st- I kept listening to it. I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm, I'm into it." I'm, I listened. To- I knew I was going to get sucked in. I got sucked in. Uh, after TJ went and saw it, when I guess it was here and was loving it and talking about it on KRC so much, and this is when I was with KRC before Scoots. Um, I mean, I hear some. He played some of the songs, and we just it's okay. I mean, maybe if I listened to him more, I'd get into more Jersey Boys. If you asked me like which one I'd probably enjoy more, I'd probably say Jersey Boys because. Dribble's great. I know. I know it's got you know your Frankie Valley type you know, music, and I'm gonna be into it. That's what it is. Yeah. It's all about the story. That's and that that would get into that because that's my that's my thing. I love it. I'll never forget this. I think of this song. I think of my buddy Lance. If uh, Lance Spalding, if you're listening out there, he's a big fan of the show. I think Lance Spalding, Trinity grad. Yeah. No, Lance. He's a good buddy of mine. I've oh. known him since uh, 2000. He worked at Carbo Hills with me. It rocks. And he went to the Georgetown Louisville game up in Washington with me when I went up there to watch us when we lost. You know, we we had a Hank Pageant senior year it was, and we we played him there for the Big East title, but we lost in the last game of the year. Uh, he went there with me, and I just never forget this song came on like the I don't remember I guess the radio because at the time you know we still didn't have, didn't have like CDs or got bits iTunes in my car, and you would have thought I mean we just we we'd been doing this song as like a, a duo for for years like we didn't miss a miss a beat. We're both going like the rhythm with the rhythm in it on key, going for his his taking his part to my part. It was it was it was beautiful. Need to be on film. <laughs> Did you know we've got about uh, 20 minutes? We want to get you if you want to have your thoughts heard on the Thornton's text line. Hit us up at 502 414 1450. This is one of those days where the text line wasn't automatically refreshing. This happens to me every now and then. Oh, what? And I'm like, oh, we only have six texts. And then I, I hit the the refresh button. I'm like, oh, no, we have we have far more than six. I, it did that to me earlier. I looked at it and said, I said 16, and I thought, that's weird. And I hit refresh, and it was like 46. So we'll, like, <laughs> we'll get to as many as we can before right. the end of the show. But uh, Do we have anything else to talk about other than text, though? Uh, what was I? Oh, I I had something. I just it completely, I completely lost it. it. Does. Oh, a Kabuki Express, by the way, was the name of the the Roman Roman place. Thank you. That's that's. I think that's what I was wondering. Yeah, that's what it was. What was it? I just I had something. Oh, did you know that today's National Signing Day? Because I had no idea. No, and there are two of them though. Well, for football, yeah. Okay, but so, this is like the all the, the, the for basketball and for for baseball and for some a lot I, of sports. I saw Western. 
tweeting something about signing a guard. It used to be a big day around here, and, and yeah. now it's, you know, I saw Boogie Flander, whoever, the, 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 the Boogie kid that committed to sign with UK, like signed today. And like for us, it's just like. Zagori okay. has been, been, I was wondering why he was tweeting so much today. It's about the signings. Okay. I missed when signing day was something that we like knew was happening. Let's see why Mean Girls is trending. Nikos? <laughs> I love it when I, if something's trending and I, 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 I click on it and I still I, I can scroll for like an hour and still not learn why. You've complained about this forty five times. I know. You know what else I want to complain about recently? Okay, go quick. Please. Okay, I know you had to do it because of the kids, but I noticed this when I was watching Genevieve the other day. I'm I'm kind of annoyed with the whole warnings in the beginning of shows things because I'm I'm watching this episode of Gen V and it's like warning, you know, self mutilation and suicide. I'm like spoilers. Like now I know I'm expecting a suicide. Like, can, do we really have to put down the front of every show? 502-414-1450 is the Thornton text line. Let's hop into the text line, get to as much as we can here. Texture says, to know. <laughs> very different weather here. Appreciate this, the show. It's a perfect distraction while running on the treadmill. And then sends a picture. This looks like somewhere out west. It's snow. In Montana? Where does this person live? Sorry, is this, maybe it's one of our Colorado listeners. And we've had guys texting in from Colorado. I guess so. I mean, I could scroll. Beautiful, through. wherever you live. It does look nice. Yeah, I Congrats like the, the patio. Snow. Yeah, I mean. Texas Mike, what do you think about the Louisville basketball account taking a shot at Diener? Uh, we've, we mentioned this. It could have easily been us. He lives uh, in Denver, yeah. It, it, it could have definitely been us. It, I mean, you are kind of playing... I thought it was it was funny and sort of lighthearted, but it, you are kind of playing a, a dangerous game a little bit when you're you know, you're going after the media for stuff like that, and you've only won five games in a year. But I, I liked it. I, I thought it was. I mean, I don't think Drew will take it personally. I can't speak for him. Maybe he will. I wouldn't take it personally if it took but a shot look, at me. We said the well, yeah, we said the exact same thing on the show yesterday. And if they use audio from our show, I feel like I wouldn't get super upset about. If it. Someone asked me, "Are you upset that Louisville basketball took a shot at you?" I said, "No, I'm just glad they didn't turn it over first. Yeah, I mean that, that's the thing is God, they got a shot off. You know, a, a ninety four ninety three win over UMBC is you're not going to be dunking on everybody after that. But you know, in this particular instance, like I didn't think I thought it was weird that he said that. I'm like, there's no way they actually practice that, and they they do. Texas, I am guaranteeing that Louisville will not make the playoff. Oh, this is uh, this is a angry guy. Angry guy. How does it feel? You know, how does it feel to know that your team wouldn't make the playoff even if they won the conference, and y'all think y'all have such tough competition? Uh, Man, angry guys' material has just really gone down. Like that's that's the most he's got. I mean, that's pretty original. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not very original. Angry, you gotta come up with something better. I mean, I guess you can just mock us for like. How do you know how it feels to make the playoff? Not make the playoff when you're. How do you know we're not gonna make the playoff? You don't know that angry guy. Angry guy, I don't think knows much. I mean, obviously you know how to be angry, but you need to, you need to expand that. Texture says, TK, glad to hear that you're okay. Thank you. That being said, this is not helping your pole vaulting. <laughs> how does it how does it help with my outrunning the alligator argument? <laughs> Texture says KP has a better record than Tom Izzo. We should hang the banner. He does. Facts only on this show. That is one hundred percent true. He's I mean, look, we have we have a better record than a top five team. We're bigger than uh than Bruce Pearl. True. Also true. And, yeah. pe- and people wanted Bruce Pearl here. People wanted here. Bruce Pearl here. Get out of my face. <laughs> Texas, thanks to Kentucky for putting Bashir in for four more years. Um, you're welcome. I didn't vote, so, but you're welcome. Texas, I'm the Louisville fan that is rooting for the men's basketball team and betting against them. Am I a bad fan? No. I'm betting against them too, dude. I'm rooting for them. I hope I lose. It's called it's, In gambling, we call it emotional hedging. Yep. Happiness edge, right? Uh, it's either or, same difference. 
Texas Trevor's Daily, what is Gray Garden's question? It's amazing. I can set my clock to it, honestly. <laughs> amazing is one word. Like, I, I am blown away that you just it just never sticks. A lot of stuff doesn't <laughs> stick with you. This is like one that has been up, come up on the show 85 times. Yeah, there's some weird... And including yesterday. <laughs> and then, then something will stick with me and it'll amaze you. <laughs> yes. Texas, I'm going to be late to the Glow game because of a school event, so I won't see the epic run out, and I'm going to be terribly tired on a Friday at school, but nothing is keeping me from seeing that Glow. Props okay. to you. I don't know what grade you teach, but just rent a movie and let them watch it on Friday. and You you, you rest, and they can have a day off. Well, maybe they could be a student. Oh, then just don't go. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's probably a teacher. I mean, if it's, if it's, a, if it's a student, is this really a, de- this really a debate? <laughs> I mean, just cut, dude. If it's a teacher and you and you can't you know get in a sub, then yeah, just bring in a movie. Texture That's says, what my teachers used to do. Texture says, "Can we start a GoFundMe for TK to get a topless maid?" Is that available? Male, female. <laughs> my luck, I would get the the male version. Yeah, it's like it's just a dude wearing jeans. Does <laughs> he clean my house? <laughs> I mean, is is that is that like is that a real thing? I, I have no idea. I don't want to. I've go- never had one. I don't want to Google it on the computer here. <laughs> no, you, trust me. Yeah, not on this one. I mean, I mean, if, if I'm lucky, I get a maid like Seinfeld. Texas says Trevor is the sloth, not even the lovable Goonie sloth. He's seven sloth. <laughs> that's, not, that's mean. <laughs> I'm not, I'm Goonie sloth. I don't think you are. I am. I'm Chunk. Texas probably seven. I read something interesting on the Seven Sloth. You know when you know he kind of comes to life and scares everybody in the movie. Yes. The, David Lynch did not tell the actors there was someone in that suit. That was all genuine. Well, that would yeah, that would, that would definitely make for a genuine reaction. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's I like David. It's, it's, it's a great movie. Texas Trevor, just make sure to eat a huge bowl of ice cream before sitting in your recliner. Those powerful farts can help <laughs> lift you out of it. No, they would push me back. That would be bad. That would be end up on my back. I feel like you can get stuck in the recliner again. Tonight. And if I end up on I my feel back, like you're just not going to learn your lesson. <laughs> I'm still in the recliner. It's just, I just got to remember not to lean back. Like I can't help. I can't be listening to Fat Joe when I'm sitting in the recliner, okay? Because I can't be leaning back. <laughs> I feel like I, I can hear your exact reaction. Like you, when you finally have to call for help, it's like, Mom, Mom. damn it, it happened again. <laughs> you say GD. You're like so furious. Dogs are looking at me like, oh, what do you want? <laughs> Texas says, TJ seems disappointed that Bashir won. Suck it, TJ. Trevor, say suck it, TJ. Suck it, TJ. Well, TJ's a Republican. Of course he's going to be I don't think TJ, I don't know if TJ's a Cameron guy, though. TJ is technically a Republican, but he does. He will He will vote for a Democrat if he feels they're the better candidate. He had a picture of Cameron on his Instagram story yesterday. Then I'm so going to assume. I would assume he was, he's, he's a Cameron guy, which is fine. I didn't. Honestly, I I'm, I'm I know the, the Democrats have Bashir. I could. I wouldn't have cared either one. One. I neither one moved the needle for me anyway. You don't care, yeah. Yeah, it didn't. It wouldn't have bothered me if, if Cameron had won. Texas says, "I love how every U of L fan knows the intricacies of every type of press imaginable. It's in our DNA." Yeah, we. Yeah, I mean that goes all the way to that's to Denny. Yeah, I mean we were we've always been a pressing school. Texas says, "Does no one else feel like the UMBC win was a good omen?" Don't get me wrong. I think the season goes pretty bad. But in the back of my head, winning by one a year after opening with three straight one-point losses last year, setting the stage for the worst season ever, makes it feel like we're just going to have better luck this year at least. All that said, this team wins no more than 17 games, no less than nine, maybe ten. To the first part of your, first half of your text, texter, I wish I could be that, that still 
wet behind the ear and, and optimism, but I can't. It is a good story to write, though. Like, it is. You that, lose the three games by one to yeah. start last year. Ball just bounces the opposite way. This way, this game, you get a few breaks late and you win by one. Like, and we we brought that up last year, you know, yesterday when we talked about it. You know, getting able to you know picking ourselves off the mat out of the picking ourselves out of the bent over recliner and bringing coming back to victory. Where last year we would just lay in that recliner waiting for mom to come into the room and help us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the analogy worked there, didn't it? But the uh, yeah, I, but I just I can't do. It. I wish I could text her. I, I, but yes, if you if you can do that, I'm, I wish I could be as good as you. Cause I can't I can't make myself believe it. Texas says pointless alternate uniform curse makes me nervous for the glow game. Well, we wore normal uniforms for the pit game, so yeah, that didn't work. Texas, the cameras at the state fair were cool. I would definitely watch it if you did it every day. Well, if, it just good luck for you. Perfect timing. <laughs> Next week, we're getting YouTube cameras. <laughs> I went in there to set yours up, and I don't like your mouse. Is I hate that mouse. I couldn't even see where the cursor was on the screen. You have to click, and it shows up. Yeah, that mouse it sucks. took me a while to get used to it. Yeah. I mean, I, I never use. I've never used a mouse since. I mean, no, I do. I even have a mouse on my laptop. Like I'm, I prefer the mouse. Chalk, you're using Windows I, 2.0. I know, <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, I'll use the the thing, but I prefer the mouse, especially when I'm doing editing or audio work. It's easier. The mouse is easier to be able to zoom in and zoom out and stuff. Texas, do you think that we see Brom teams in the future molding back to his traditional style, or do you think he might shift his philosophy going forward to prioritize the defense? And the run game since it has worked so well this year. It's a great question. My, like, I, I would have said a month ago, and I still he wants to find, he wants to have more of a passing game moving forward. I don't I think mean, there's any question does, about yeah. that. But he did say after the, the Duke game, you know, because of the way that the game is being officiated in the secondary now, essentially saying like they're allowing more contact, they're allowing opposing secondaries to be more physical. He's like the safer play is just to to be more of a run heavy team. And I wonder if he maybe does focus more on the run game moving forward. I mean, like this is his so far at least his best overall season as a head coach, and it's it's the it's the first one we read all the numbers earlier where he's been this run heavy and this dependent on the defense. So I mean, if it works, I don't know if you change. It. I mean, I, I do think that they'll go out, they'll try to get an upgrade at quarterback, and they want to have more of a passing game. But I mean, maybe I, they're rethinking things right I, now. I think Brom is going to recruit to what would be more his traditional style going forward. Um, I mean, we've already seen, I mean, one receiver burning being come in, being brought in uh, from LSU, but I think he's going to do that. But if it comes down to it, just like this year, and this team is just still, just happens to be a more running team, he's going to mesh to it. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I, but but yeah, when it comes to recruiting, as you watch over the recruiting the next year or two, I promise you, you probably are going to see like your offensive lineman. I'm not in depth, but you know, Win can probably break this down like your guy's a more pass blocker than a run blocker type guy. Or, I can see that, and I, I can see him recruiting to that. But you know, he's just but he's also going to when it comes down to coaching, it's going to be what wins. Texture says, "Have you seen the story about how Tim Scott has been a virgin for over thirty years? Between him and Trevor, who gets laid first? Trevor's gotten laid, by the way. Well, thank I, you. To, first of all, Texture, I want I'd like you to know." When it comes to the ladies, I can hold my own. And usually that's how they prefer it. <laughs> I, I think... God, that was a good joke, man. Come on. I liked it. I think you're all right. Now... Who's Tim Scott, by the way? He he ran for... for Repu- he may still be running for Republican nomination. That dude nomination for president. He's, well, he, he's the... He, 
He's the black guy running for Republican. Nominee. Yeah, I know. That's right. why I just saw his picture. He ain't no virgin. I well, he's that. not a virgin, but he says he's been celibate for 30 years. No, yet. He's lying. I don't believe it either. No, he's not lying. He's, li- he's lying. First of all, no, no, no man is celibate on purpose. I don't know about that. No, no, it's true. Unless, yeah, unless it's true. Texas, the day the Mike Rutherford show gets YouTube cameras is the day when Mike Rutherford is no longer the host of the Mike Rutherford show. <laughs> is that when I take over? No, it's going to be somebody else. Texas GTA, oh. <laughs> Texas GTA Vice City, taking me back, guys. I'm going to blast flock of seagulls yeah, on the drive home just for you. Remember, it's nothing until the FBI shows up. You, you, it's the best part of the game. Yeah, you're like, the, the radio was the best part. I agree. It was great. Especially, you know how much I love 80s music. Yeah. I mean, it was it was right in my alley. Texas, who did we sign today in basketball on National Signing Day, Mike? We did not sign anybody. Women's team? Did we sign anybody on the women's team? Did we sign Zach Randolph's daughter? No, she hasn't she hadn't even committed yet. And she would be next year's class. But do we do we have anybody even available to sign? For the men? TJ yeah. Robinson is in this year's class. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Texas says, just leave the kids with Trevor and you can go to the game. I hear it's only a little dusty at his house and the overflowing ashtray is probably nothing to be concerned about. Also, the chair would be more fun than a safety hazard. I kind of agree. I bet you, I bet you John and, Mer- and Virginia would love the chair. I bet you they would. And you and you know, I, oh, I promise you, you know Khaleesi. Virginia, I guarantee you, Virginia, they would love my dogs. Well, I don't doubt that. They love all Because you know, Khale- and Khaleesi loves to be friendly, and so does Arya, so... Texas was a square peg in the round hole of the physical altercation at practice that we heard about. <laughs> Is that Carlos? As soon as I use that analogy, I was like, this is not going to work. Texas says, I, I was in trouble. Texas, I think a segment would be fun when there isn't big news going on. Uh, we should also have the occasional Big X bet a la the TKACT score. I mean... Is that a segment of like, does Trevor know this? I don't know what that. Is. I mean, we didn't get to do speed dating because that was this weekend, by the way. That thing uh, at the quarry. Yeah, but it was just the timing wasn't very good. I mean, it's but the timing's always good for speed dating at the quarry. <laughs> no, it's just because we had the uh. game. It would have been during the Virginia Tech game. Texas, let's go quickly here. Okay. Texas, as much as I appreciate the opening basket, opening the basketball season with a win and getting these guys some confidence, I'm not sure I like it as much as the quality and service I got from Century Entertainment. <laughs> Thanks, Century. <laughs> these real customers. <laughs> they were real customers. Texas, angry man's kind of dumb. Nah, he's, well, just, yeah. he's, just, he's just running. You're angry every day. It's hard to be original. You got, you, sometimes you got to do some repeats. Texas, if Matt Bevin never got elected, are Jurich and Patino still here? Uh, it's a legitimate question. Is it really? You know what's weird is so Bevin. I know. I know. Very few politicians annoyed me. Bevin was on that list. Doing the butterfly effect thing, like you know, Matt Jones for so long, like obviously he hated Tom Jurich and hated Rick Pitino. Yeah. So a lot of people say that his. And who knows if it's true or not? He, he he would always do those debates with KSR, and that year they said there was a swing where Matt Bevin got more public positive reaction to that than James Comer, who was the front runner at that point, did. And Bevan ended up winning the Republican nomination over Comer by like fifty votes. It was something insanely low. Mm-hmm. And now Comer's he's making a name for himself nationally, going on he's on Fox News all the time. But if that doesn't happen, because then Bevan winds up winning the governorship. Uh, he has the whole thing with U of L. He does usurp the board illegally. If that doesn't happen, Maybe we don't like so. Maybe in a weird roundabout way, Matt Jones did wind up directly leading to the dismissal of of Tom Church and Rick Pitino. Weird thing, butterfly effect. That's weird. Texas says, "Oh, the the the, uh, the guy was. Uh, I'm a teacher. 
Those kids are taking a long test Friday. Trevor, just do a wake and bacon for Miami. Come on. <laughs> don't, just, don't want a movie, man. Just make, let, them watch, let them watch an hour of Lion King. <laughs> Texas says, on the next Am I the A-hole segment, quote, my adult son refuses to get his chair fixed, and I had to keep getting him unstuck. I told him the next time he's on his own. And he called me a terrible mother. Am I the a <laughs> Yes. That's an incorrect. Yes, you are. That's... You should support your son in every way. <laughs> he so, supports you. <laughs> so one of the things that we're That's talking great, about today great. with, with so. Troy, uh, I was talking about was like, you know, we're, we're doing possible ideas for sponsorships because people want to get on board this train for some reason. And, <laughs> and suckers. I was like, he was like, we do something for the phone lines. I'm like, we could. We'd have to start taking calls and see if the phones can work again. But one of my ideas, was, you know, I was like, we did text of the day very briefly, and we ended up giving gift certificates away to a, a restaurant that no longer existed <laughs> yeah. uh, very quickly. But I was like, we could do a sponsorship for the text of the day. If that happened, that would win text of the day. That was that I, was a good. We've I'm had a, we've actually hard. had some really good ones today. That was right up. That that so far is my winner too. Yeah. It's weird Wednesday. People are creative. Yeah, they, they are. They're bringing it too. I appreciate that. Texas, so much negativity about B ball after a top five win of the KP era. Be better, people. This is about Kenny Payne. <laughs> Texas, you can change the mouse click settings. It takes about 30 seconds. We're yeah, not doing that I here. No, I like them. Who are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like physically having the mouse. I just, I'm, I'm old school. Leave me alone. <laughs> I, I, I feel like this shouldn't come as a shock. Texas, hey guys, it's Ross. Wondering if you all could let, I, I was actually going to mention this. It's in my, my little notes today. Uh, Ross, he, you know, he's a member of the podcast, the Third Banner podcast, and okay. live tonight at 9 o'clock. They're going to have JoJo Stone on, the, oh, nice. the, the new Good wide job, receiver Ross. commit from LSU. Just mentioned him earlier. Yeah, very, very excited to, to be a Cardinal. So 9 p.m., check out a Third Banner Pod. Is the If you go on Twitter, they'll have a direct link to it. So check it out then, 9 o'clock tonight, JoJo Stone, on with the Third Banner Pod crew. We'll talk about the decision to go to UofL. And a reminder again, before cool. then, Kenny Payne at 7 o'clock will have his, the latest edition of his radio show out there at the Roosters in Springhurst. Check it out on 970 WGTK if you can't make it out there in person. 7 to 8 is the the Kenny Payne show. Texas, this is going to be the last one. I'm just going to assume, as usual, you are shirtless and in your underwear when you get stuck in the chair. I don't want to look at that visual. Uh, Yes. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Shirtless and underwear, yeah. Your poor mother. I mean, <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm hesitant on the, on the picture. But, you know, maybe not so much. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't mind walking around with the shirt off, but I don't like taking my picture of the shirt off. Is that weird? No, I mean, yeah, kind of. You, you, don't, you don't have any problem going like pool shirtless. You've said that before. Yeah, I know. And you don't I, want your picture taken? Yeah, it's not like my picture taken because then I see uh, what it looks like in the picture. I'm like, we well, don't have to look. It's like, I'm kind of hairy and fat. Well, it's like, I don't like that. I mean, I don't like the way I look in pictures anymore either. I mean, yeah, I hate the way. I've never liked getting my picture taken. That's, that's why I've never, I've never really grasped into the selfie you know, phase and everything. There's only one college basketball game of any sort of like real note tonight. Is there? I didn't even see that. Uh, Florida like... Atlantic, who's preseason top 10, they're playing in this, this barstool invitational against Loyola Chicago, FAU. I mean, people a lot, sometimes, some people think they're a fraudulent top 10, but they brought everybody back from a final four team. They're a six and a half point favorite. I'm not touching this game. Do you have a pick for this? Or do, is, is there any college basketball bet that you like? Cause I've got one. No, I haven't even. No, the only the only game that even stuck out to me was Sol Ross University. Sol Ross State <laughs> is playing New Mexico State. I and the only reason they caught my attention was because like, what the hell is a Sol Ross State? Sol Ross State. This is the time of the year where you have games against teams that you that you're like. There's no way that. Oh yeah, it's about yeah. It's it's school. It's a public university in Alpine, Texas. By the way, 
It's incredible. That's the only game that I, I like tonight, betting wise, and I'm I, I've already put money on this myself, so I'm not just saying it and throwing you to the wolves. I, I bet this myself. Drake is hosting Lipscomb tonight. Drake coming off of a very good season where they went to the NCAA tournament, played Miami competitively in the first round. I think 15 and a half though. They're 15 and a half point favorites. Is too big of a number. Uh, Lipscomb, pretty proud program. They've already played a game this year. They were not great on the road against Wichita State, but I do think that they cover tonight against a Drake team that should not be as good as the Shockers. So give me Dr- uh, Lipscomb covering 15 and a half. Real quickly tonight. Howard Stacey went to Drake when he left Louisville. Maction. Uh, these games are not good. Akron on the road taking on Miami of Ohio. Akron's two and seven. Miami's seven and two. Redhawks fifteen and a half point favorites. Do they get it done at the cradle of coaches? Yes. Miami covers. Miami wins. Miami covers. Yeah. Enjoy your Wednesday night. Tomorrow it's game day, baby. Get the we ready going. We're gonna be excited from three to six. Have a fantastic Wednesday night. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow at three o'clock to beat Virginia. Big X Sports Radio, WXVW, Jeffersonville.